0: that's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber teen account.
2: Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
3: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more.
4: Okay, so this one is happening. This this trade is happening. We're not right? going to
5: do another four hours of radio that goes into the ether ten
4: minutes later? It, it, actually, it actually went down. It was amazing to take people back to <laughs> Thursday night slash Friday morning as I was with Mike Harmon on the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, and the breaking news came in that Antonio Brown was going to be traded to the Buffalo Bills. And what do you know? ended up not working out.
5: That was too bad. That was really a lot of great radio. Uh to put it mildly, we we, we kinda did a cool uh like slicing a, a pizza. You know, you take the, the, the blade out and you you roll it and you cut it into, I don't know, eighths, maybe sixteenths, whatever it takes to feed the the crew that you got together. We sliced and diced that topic every which way and who it affected and why and good, bad, ugly. And then we got home and uh it was done.
4: <laughs> One of the takes that we had was actually of the Raiders not doing the deal. Yeah. With the Pittsburgh Steelers and how that would affect the Raiders, and all of a sudden the Raiders end up doing the deal.
5: There you have it. Jordy Nelson finishes 38 catches over the final five games to be the number 1 option for the Raiders. And then all of a sudden, with all that draft capital, with all of the strength and positivity and possibilities out there, Mike Mayock and John Gruden go out and they get their guy. I mean, when we look at the what this end, ended up going for, Right When you look at a third round and a fifth round pick, I don't know that any of us could have anticipated that the asking price would get to be so low. Now, obviously, you're going to eliminate a lot of potential suitors because the Steelers just don't want to play ball with other teams they felt were at their level. But how many teams bailed? on the process, thinking it was requiring a, a first round or a first and a second or something on a grand package kind of s- scale, right? The the kind of package you would get at the end of the Price is Right or something to that effect, and instead a third and a fifth round pick, you know, they, Steelers got robbed. It's am- <laughs>
4: it's amazing to think that, I think it was three weeks ago that we did a show together, and I was saying the Arizona Cardinals should give up number one overall for right? Antonio Brown. Like that's out. That's what I was looking at. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, "Okay, this is this is the deal because Arizona's going to go, you know, run and shoot, throw the ball with Cliff Kingsbury, air raid. Why not bring the top wide receiver in and what I thought was going to be a weaker draft class? And first of all, I'm a moron for saying that. Second of all, the the fact is is the the. Of what you talked about, of with not wanting to give up a first round or second round pick, to think that this is the only deal that the Pittsburgh Steelers could make is pretty, it's pretty shocking that it has come to this. Because I would say, like during the season, when when we look back at the Khalil Mack trade of what Khalil Mack would be worth, and I do think that defensive ends, there were pass rushing linebackers worth, worth worth quite a bit more. So we like to compare the Khalil Mack deal to this deal, but there was no way. In any shape or form that I thought if you trade traded the best receiver in the National Football League that you would only be giving up or a third and a fifth for that player. Crazy how things can change.
5: Yeah, you just start rolling peeling it back, or at least as best we can, and and we'll have an opportunity to talk uh to, to our guy out of Pittsburgh Ed Bouchette's gonna join us next hour. Kind of look at it from the Pittsburgh deal. I, I think I can predict how he feels. The uh, Vegas yeah. blackjack dealer, clap your hands and move <laughs> on. Get take what you have left on the table, uh, whatever's left of your dignity and chips, and move on to to other days. But how many teams bailed based on whatever the intel they had was on ta- on, on Antonio Brown? And for Antonio Brown, like he was on the shop, hanging out with LeBron and and Anthony or Anthony Davis and and other moguls. Is a new world order. We talked about it Thursday a bit of of an NFL player raising up and saying, "All right, this is what I want to do." And and as soon as he was able to put the uh, squash the potential trade to Buffalo, all right, new world of of a player kind of dictating what he wants in the NFL. We saw it in Major League Baseball. We've seen it in the NBA time
4: and time again. NFL, maybe a new world order yeah. has has begun. I think there's something to that. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Sports Sunday. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Let's serve it up, guys. Our first helping of hot takes and sausage on this Sunday morning where many of you changed your clocks. I didn't notice. I don't know if you guys do. Well, Sam's been here all night and, and Vince as well. Mike. Not as many cars on the roads this morning. I think a lot of people still trying to catch up and try to get that hour of sleep. I don't know what, what you guys see any less traffic going by the windows at all? Any anything like that? Uh any police chases? A little, chases? little less, a little bit. Nothing. It seems
6: to be about the same as usual for this time of day. All right, but, okay. all right. The all right. road road was I'm,
4: wide I'm open. Not, I'm not Thanks looking out the window. Thanks for disagreeing with me I'm, over traffic, Vince. I'm, pay, I'm paying attention
6: to uh, my shows. I'm not. I'm not daydreaming out the
5: window. I, I think you're a liar. But the uh, I just lost the first round of hot takes and sausage. But the, uh, for me, I don't know that there were other cars on the road for miles at a time, Dan. It seemed quiet. like a ghost town to yeah, me. it's pretty quiet out there. Uh, maybe there was some big uh, universal experience other than the time change that occurred.
4: I, I will say I this. Know. I have had a clock in our house that's been about five minutes slow, and I'm so glad I didn't change it, you know, get on the chair, take it off, turn it, because now two birds with one stone, now it's an hour and five minutes slow. We'll take care of it later today. All right, this is the time where Vince gets to throw up a topic Mike and I discuss, and then Vince gets to pick a winner.
6: All right, guys. So, big news of the day. Obviously, you guys have already hit on it. Antonio Brown is now an Oakland Raider, and everyone is going to be talking about the impact that he will have on his new team. But what I want to know is how this will impact the Pittsburgh Steelers. The new deal is apparently going to be for about three years. Will the Steelers win a Super Bowl in those three years?
5: Take it away. No. period done because you know what whatever third and fifth round pick all fine and good you know maybe you'd spin those into gold you know go into your old fairy tales and grim fairy tales of how that turns out the cap hit is going to kill them like they're still on the hook for dead cat money in this entire process. That's going to limit what they're able to do in terms of bringing other players in. They still have to fix the defense. You're wishing, wanting, hoping that James Washington suddenly becomes a star. Maybe that's the case. I liked him coming out of of college, too. But there was nothing that showed he was ready to make that progression. Juju Smith-Schuster, is he a number 1? Well, we're going to find out. And eventually, Ben Roethlisberger's going to make good on those retirement claims and actually walk off into the good night you <laughs> James Conner, a great story. I think they're missing too many parts. And frankly, I don't trust the way they're setting up their team right now and what Kevin Colbert uh, and Mike Tomlin currently have. Yes, no losing seasons under Tomlin, but nothing tells me that they're destined to get back to glory anytime soon.
4: So in the next three years, Vince, is that the parameters?
6: Yeah, next three All years, right. the length of Antonio Brown's new contract with the Raiders. They're going to win four Super
4: Bowls. Yeah! Yes, there we go. There's, there's ah, a hot take. That's hot take it. No to the next level it's fuzzy math I've I've said and I've argued on this program that I think that Chiefs Colts over the next 10 years is going to be the rivalry in the AFC once these veteran quarterbacks of Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger move on but to answer your question you know what I'll give them a Super Bowl why not maybe the Patriots take a step back maybe the Chiefs just have another Bad bounce or an offsides not go their way. Maybe the Steelers get in as a wild card because the Browns are going to win the division and make a run through. Why not give the Pittsburgh Steelers one and saying dysfunction moves out and maybe Ben Roethlisberger can can show his true traits as a leader. I don't know if he has them, yeah. but just for the sake of argument, we'll give him a Super Bowl, not Super Bowl fifty four. We'll give him Super Bowl fifty five when they can go to Tampa where they won against the Arizona Cardinals in Super Bowl forty three?
6: All right, really strong arguments on each side. Really tough to pick, but I got to go with the fuzzy math on this. Four in three years yeah. would love to see yeah, how, no, they do I, it. how do you beat that? I mean, Mike Mike had really solid info, but yeah. you got to go with fuzzy math. Dan Beyer, you're getting the win. This <laughs> I saw it on his whiteboard. I, was, I
4: couldn't make sense of it. I was going with fuzzy microphone earlier in the segment, and now we've cleared things up. I you know, to Mike's point, when you look at the AFC and you look at the hurdles that Pittsburgh is dealing with of an improved division, a salary situation, the loss of a top wide receiver, there Kevin Colbert's going to have to put something together. That and and there's not going to be a lot of flexibility or tons of flexibility to to do stuff with. It's going to be an uphill climb. I know they missed the playoffs this year by virtue of the Ravens ending up winning that division in that last game against the Browns, but how yeah, Mike, there's there's some hurdles that weren't there the last 3 to 5 years or so that now you're going to have to overcome and I think that's what's going to be intriguing in Pittsburgh and how Ben Roethlisberger? Let's be honest, Mike Tomlin can navigate those hurdles.
5: Yeah, no, it's going to be curious. I mean, what, what Baltimore is year two of Lamar Jackson, right? I think that's the the thing in within the division that you look at. Cincinnati, they're an all uh, also ran, and then Cleveland, a great rise last year. We still have the rumors about it. Odell Beckham Jr. that have been floated out over the course of the week, so there's some excitement there but you look at way, the way that team's being built and John Dorsey and company coming in and, and riding the ship, Cleveland's your favorite in the division. Well, what does that mean? That means uh, the the division is wide open. Because yeah. <laughs> As much as I may like Baker Mayfield, uh, the attitude and the fact that you can get that cool dancing meme from uh, the rookie premiere date that shows up whenever he does anything positive, there's still a lot to, to look at for that team over the course of, the last eighteen months of how it's constructed and will it continue? Right, the receiving core has a couple of decent component parts. Are they superstars? Njoku, is he going to take the next step up? And I mean, I love Nick Chubb. That's the one thing that gives me hope that they continue the ascent and the the curiosity to whether or not the the afterthought Cleveland Browns of years past. But for the Steelers. It's a new world order. I, I got to figure out a way to get a plane trip out to Latrobe for training camp. It's going to be interesting.
4: This past year, the Steelers and the AFC North played the AFC West, so the only way that the Raiders and Steelers would play each other in the next couple of years is if they finish in the same spot in the division standings. Something to keep our eye on, but there will be no AB versus Pittsburgh matchup in 2019. He's Mike Carmen I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Sports Sunday. If you ever miss the show, don't worry. Just go to iTunes, subscribe to Fox Sports Radio Weekends, download the show every single week. If they want to find you on Twitter, uh, simple enough. Mike, they can get you at. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Bring the pain. You can get me at Dan Buyer on Fox. You can find Iowa Sam. Simple enough. At Iowa Sam ninety nine. Isn't that right? Is that that's that's right on the you're right on the money there, Dan and Vincent. Close. V close thirteen. Why thirteen? Was there twelve others? I know we always ask this jersey number. Where the original the colonies. Yeah, we.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I am from Virginia and New Jersey, so it could be original. No, uh, thirteen was my favorite number growing there up. There it is. Uh, so I went with that with baseball jerseys.
4: Now, simple enough. A yeah. baker's dozen. Yeah, a baker's dozen. Mm-hmm. That's that's really why we like it. Now Sweet. I'm hungry for donuts. He's my Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Sports Sunday. There was one big winner. In the Antonio Brown deal, just one. We'll tell you who it is next year on Fox Sports Sunday.
3: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia.
0: We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there where the road leads you, and even where the off-road takes you. If you're taking on your adventure in a new 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is your always-updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without even the need to connect your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanUSA.com.
9: At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to
2: Farmers. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
10: Underwritten by Farmers, truck fire insurance, exchanges and affiliates. Products not available in every state. Fox Sports Radio, this is Fox Sports Sunday. I'm Mike Carmen. he's
5: Dan Buyer coming to you live. Here on a Sunday morning Excited to have you with us Big day in the NFL As Antonio Brown is on the move The artwork of him In a Raiders jersey Sending shockwaves Especially when people realize What the asking price was It means you're never paying retail again Dan As we, we roll on here this morning trying to figure out the the meaning of life and, uh, well, what's, co- what's to come as the new league year begins? More deals in the offing, free agent signings. We saw the Carlos Hyde $3 million deal to the Chiefs. That's kind of a big deal as well. But Antonio Brown, the big prize in all of this in terms of wanting out of Pittsburgh, having had that dance for the full season that they did and the chaos in the Pittsburgh locker room <laughs> finally comes to an end. And here we are on a Sunday morning where he's going to Oakland fifty million dollars in his pockets in terms of guarantees uh according to reports. Uh we'll we'll see how, how it flakes out in the the actual dollars and cents. Those are the initial reports of of what he was able to to pull off. Mike Mayock, uh, the new GM, and John Gruden uh, get their first chip in this 2019 season. A lot of draft capital for them. They didn't have to give up any of those four picks in the top 35, which means you're feeling pretty chesty if you're an Oakland fan this morning. He's going to say the report from... Uh, Ian Rappaport and then later on Adam Schefter. $50.125 million over the next few years. Incentives could get you up to $54 million with 30 That's of it guaranteed. <laughs> it's a lot, a lot of, cash. of cash. Yeah, there's no question about it. A lot of cash. It. So it, the curiosity now with, with Brown, we saw it obviously Thursday, wouldn't commit to going to Buffalo. Dan Beyer and I were on all night long. Uh, on Thursday, after the news broke, we were actually in the middle of a conversation with Alex Marvez, talking smack about, dab in the middle, right, yeah. talking about what was going on.
4: And it's like, hey, wait, we've got breaking news. There's a report, Dan. <laughs> a report that Antonio Brown was going to go to the Buffalo Bills. And at that point, we said, well, who's the real winner in all of this? We didn't know draft compensation. We didn't know how it was going to work out. But is was who's was going to be the real winner on all of this now, Mike? Now that we know that Antonio Brown is going to the Raiders or a third and a fifth round pick, and you see that the Raiders are now making Antonio Brown the highest paid wide receiver in the National Football League, it's amazing to think that Antonio Brown, through all of this, is really the only one who came out a winner, right? I mean, the Steelers didn't get anything in returning compensation. The Raiders now have to pay him. I know that they get the receiver, but they get him at the highest rate for an NFL wide receiver, highest paid receiver going to be in NFL history, it's $30 million guaranteed. So with everything that he pulled, draft value being down or trade value being down and all of that, he ends up getting what he wants at the end. And that is the most amazing thing in all of this is Antonio Brown came up as the only winner.
5: Well, that's what we talk about all the time in the NFL. The players, didn't, based on CBA, based on history, generally not a lot of power unless you truly go to free agency and even then, you got to hope there's enough suitors out there and enough cash. Well, everybody's replete with money right now. The cap goes up once again, and if you look at the spot track numbers, there's a lot of teams that can go out and get themselves in bidding wars. The fact that Brown gets this money and the Raiders only have to give up a third and a fifth in the process, and Antonio Brown is your big winner. He flexed his muscles. He got his 500 bucks a, a cameo along the way. Right? So, I mean, he's got that second line of revenue coming in. But for the Steelers, they're left holding the bag. They they had the, the final half of what was a promising year at 7-2-1 and one collapse upon them. And what, what do you get? You get mid-round compensation for the guy who's arguably your best receiver in the game. And you're still on the hook for all of that dead cap money.
4: Well... Think about this. Think about where Antonio Brown was 48 hours ago, 72 hours ago. He was headed to Buffalo. Oh, this is the report. This is, and right. there's, there, there's a, in in the grand scheme of things, Pittsburgh was ready to send him to Buffalo to a team that has a young quarterback that is still growing, that is a defensive-minded team, is a team that plays in cold weather, is a team that, uh, geez, right now, not in the playoff hunt. You wanted to say where he could go to die. basically. (laughs) The point is, (laughs) now he gets to be the highest-paid receiver in the National Football League. Bills, by the way, weren't going to make him the highest-paid receiver. Well, and that's where that probably got held up in in a lot of ways. And in the end, when Drew Rosenhaus and Antonio Brown wanted to have a say, and the Steelers said that we're going to be the one controlling this, in the end, they weren't. They weren't controlling it at all because Antonio Brown and Drew Rosenhaus got exactly what they wanted. They got exactly the amount of money that they wanted. They got the situation that they wanted. He's going to be able to play his last couple of years of the deal in Las Vegas, we we believe. He's going to get $30 million guaranteed. So this is the strange thing is we sat here on Thursday night and Friday morning and and said to ourselves, okay, Antonio Brown's going to Buffalo. You could write fake news all you want. You don't have a final say in the matter. In the end, he had the only say of the matter, which is amazing as if, with how everything turned out, with everything that he said, everything that he did. He's the one that actually held the cards in all of this and the Steelers because there's no way he could go back to Pittsburgh so Pittsburgh had to do something and the rest of the league knew that they had no leverage. Yeah, there was a growing sense
5: that perhaps you'd be able to mend fences in Pittsburgh, that if the market wasn't right, that somehow, whether it's coming up with additional cash – that they'd have that sit down with Ben Rossburg. Saw a lot of folks that had been in the league, a lot of ex-players turn media with that thought of maybe maybe they you can go home again, you know, if the price is right and everything, and the trade market doesn't materialize to their liking. That the Steelers would just say, "Okay, you're under contract. We'll figure out maybe throw you a few more bucks, but you know you're you're coming back here." They tried to uh, exile, I think is the word you most used. <laughs> Talking about Buffalo, I was excited about the prospects. But one thing we did cover on Thursday into Friday was there was the potential that he just says, I'm going home. Now, per the CB CBA, our buddy Jason Cole over at Fanside, Side, he went back and was doing the the deep dive read on what it looked like. And it appeared, at least from his reading, and, and I would agree, and not not that I'm a lawyer, but sometimes you have to play one in this role, that he would have had to pay back almost twelve million dollars. Mm-hmm. You're probably not walking away from twelve million dollars. That was the thing that could have led him back towards Pittsburgh if no if no deal was able to materialize. But in the end, Pittsburgh decides we're done with this mess, and they give in to what he wants, and they trade him to an offensive-minded approach. John Gruden will have him flying all over the place. Whether Derek Carr's the trigger man for all that, that's the next <laughs> domino to fall. They were in trading. All
4: this. Yeah, they were trading tweets last night, or you know, Derek Carr was. That's well, a lot about. of love, Dan. How much does it change? How you think that the AFC West plays out? I don't think it changes, yeah,
5: entirely, <laughs> right? I think that's I, the I,
4: consensus by pretty much everybody outside of Raider Nation.
5: I mean, it's it's curi- There's a curiosity. I mean, they still have a lot of work to do. There's no question about that. Figuring out the running back position, you still need help on on the defense, right? Because I mean, remember, John Gruden was mocking their their efforts when they had Khalil Mack. And then we watched what last year was. It was a disaster. But when you've got four picks in the top 35, which is, you you and I have talked about this for weeks, it's defensive line and defensive end heavy that you're going to be able to potentially find that guy in the first round or and certainly with one mm-hmm. of those four picks that you didn't have to give up. So you should be able to start to reconstitute this. You still have, according to Spot Track, I don't know that they've taken in the Brown money into account, but still looking at having an awful lot of money to spend if you can spend it. And that was always the question with Oakland in terms of getting rid of Amari Cooper. Maybe they weren't happy with his effort and consistency, but getting rid of Khalil Mack was maybe they shouldn't have the money on hand to spend. Well, they proved otherwise a little bit here by signing a big novelty check to Antonio Brown. I I
4: give the Raiders credit for the fact of they were able to get a first for Omari Cooper and didn't give up nearly that much to get Antonio Brown sure Absolutely. I do not I think it's apples and oranges when you're talking about the Khalil Mack trade teams aren't looking to add receivers to take them to Super Bowls Never teams have. are looking to add defensive ends and pass rushers to get them to Super Bowls so those are that's an apples and oranges argument when you're talking about what the Bears gave up to bring in Khalil Mack to what the Raiders gave up to Antonio Brown. I don't mind the Amari Cooper comparisons. It's the Khalil Mack ones that bother me because they're not the same. Not the same at all.
5: Well, you no, know, I mean, and we talk about it every time there's a run to the Super Bowl, right? Look at what this team is getting done with guys that aren't elite. I mean, just keep going back to the Patriots. I mean, I, I guess for the last two decades, you could just say other than Randy Moss didn't win that year, Went 18-0, but didn't win. Uh, before losing to to the Giants. Uh, Otherwise, you've got, I mean, Rob Gronkowski, probably a Hall of Famer. Maybe he's done enough in his career. Maybe people decided it was too short. I don't know. But beyond that, you got a bunch of guys. I mean, hell, there's people clamoring for Danny Amendola to go back now. (laughs) Ah, he fits the system. Yeah, he was there. He set up the system. Of course he fits if he can still run pass routes.
4: Anyway. He's Mike Carmen I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Sports Sunday. Coming up next, LeBron versus Jordan and the double standard. You're not going to want to miss it. Kevin Figures, though, is here to give us the latest of what's happening on this first day of Daylight Savings for most of us. Hello, Kevin.
11: Hello, Dan and Mike. Good to be with you guys, as always. We'll continue on with the big story of the morning with the uh, NFL. In the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers trading to corner receiver Antonio Brown to the Raiders for third and fifth round picks in this April's draft. The Raiders will also give Brown a three-year, $50 million contract extension with $30 million of it guaranteed. The Raiders have not had a 1,200-yard receiver since Jerry Rice back in their Super Bowl season of 2002. Antonio Brown is at over 1,200 yards receiving the last six seasons. Steelers, by the way, still on the hook for more than $20 million of dead money against their salary cap for the 2019 season because of Antonio Brown. In the NBA last night, Kyrie Irving scoring 30 points for the Celtics. They have won three games in a row. Boston with a 120-107 to 107 win over the Lakers. Boston now one game back of the Sixers in the lost column for the three-seed in the Eastern Conference. Meanwhile, the Lakers lost their fifth in a row. And despite LeBron James' 80th career triple double. Elsewhere, Portland beat the Suns in Phoenix, and the Bucks hammered the Hornets. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore, with True Price from True Car. Now, you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In college Troops North Carolina beat Duke 79-70, to clinching a share of the ACC regular season title along with Virginia. Texas Tech beat Iowa State to take the top seat in the Big 12 tournament. Michigan State and LSU with victories as well. We'll get back to Mike and Dan in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers.
9: At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers.
2: We are farmers. Bum,
10: bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.
4: Gentlemen, back to you. Kevin, MBA or College Hoops last night? Which one was it? Uh both? Oh, good mix, good well, mix. Yeah. Well,
5: you wanted to watch the South
4: Bay Lakers get after, of course. <laughs> they did a lot better than the Los Angeles Lakers I mean, this year. That's well, sure. you got
11: guys just
5: balling out for their their minutes, it, though. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's, that's Ball. When you have
11: Alice Caruso, come on, Mike.
4: <laughs> Caruso, by the way, makes LeBron less balding. Like when you see <laughs> Caruso, a good point. <laughs> it's a lot less. Like you don't worry about LeBron's balding as you do as much about because you see Caruso's bald spot out there. It's Nicely is there a, done.
11: Is there yeah. a certain point where you should just let it go? Yes. I feel like when MJ, you know, maybe four years into his pro career, the receding hairline, he just went bald. At some point, you just say, you know, maybe
4: I should stop holding on and just uh, <laughs> I, just admit defeat at a certain point. Are you talking Caruso or are you talking LeBron or are you talking both? That's yes. The, yes. Yes that's is that's the, the answer, Dan.
5: Well, then you, you just have to have people around you with a fresh bucket of lacquer. Which is what <laughs> or
11: bait or whatever whatever you got going on with, with I, LeBron these days. I believe it was our co worker Chris Bussard who brought up the fact how are you gonna be in a barber shop with LeBron James and nobody brings up the <laughs> elephant in the room with his receding hairline? Nobody um, brings this up once.
4: <laughs> very very good. It should last like four minutes. Like really that's what it should be. It should be quicker than a sports clip haircut. That's that's the LeBron haircut. Thanks, Kevin. We appreciate it. It is Fox Sports Sunday. Oh, we got a trimmer sound nice. effect. Nice. That was scary. All right. It's very high-pitched. That's not bad. That actually sounds like my microphone this morning. So, yeah, just as
5: good. You're coming through crystal clear, Dan. All right, good, good. No
4: no problem. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So, LeBron, Mike, did not shut it down last night against the Boston Celtics in a game that the Celtics ended up winning against the Los Angeles Lakers. In the end, LeBron stays on the court for a a decent amount of time. What was the number? We thought 28 to 32 minutes. Yep. LeBron ends up playing 28 minutes. And he messed around and got a triple-double. Yeah, 30 points, 12 assists, and 10 rebounds. We have a promo that plays here on Fox Sports Radio. Maybe you heard Doug Gottlieb talk about it on his show, on the Doug Gottlieb show here on, on Fox. But the fact of the matter is there's a reason why LeBron can't shut it down. Because of the... I mean, the Lakers just shut down Lonzo Ball with his injury. Brandon Ingram's done for the year because of his injury. You've got Kyle Kuzma's nursing a sprained ankle, which it's a sprained ankle, but you're still, you're out of it. You're tanking. We'll see when Kuzma ends up coming back. But the point is, LeBron still has to play in these games. And Doug talks about the aspect of the investment that the Lakers made, the tickets that were bought, the people that came to see LeBron. And that's a big part of it. But I also think, Mike, that there's another part of it of LeBron's legacy. Like, he can't quit. Like, he can't. he can't quit on this team, even though he tried to sabotage them. If he were to just shut it down, it would be something that we really haven't seen from a superstar in the NBA, because usually superstars make the playoffs, first of all. And then when you don't make the playoffs to just flat out quit, when we have this MJ and LeBron debate about who's the greatest, I think that LeBron would get Tons of flack if you just stopped playing. Would, would you agree or disagree I would agree. with that? I would
5: agree. But, I mean, I don't know how much worse it would be at this point than the optics that you've had and the still frames and the shadow it's, boxes and everything that yeah. have been out there in terms of you've already quit on half the uh, half but, the reps anyway by standing <laughs> around on defense.
4: Yeah, you quit on on your teammates as well. And this is where I just find it amazing is we never considered Jordan... Leaving the team after three titles, a championship team, as a quitting of the team. We just talk about it as a leaving of the team. You grew up in a city that got to watch those mm-hmm. six championships during his time. I, I I may be wrong, but I never once ever heard anybody call Michael Jordan abandoning or leaving the Bulls or quitting on the Bulls. Just because they were winning. But it seemed like, okay, now if LeBron is losing and it only makes sense for him to sit out, it would be quitting on the team or he can't do it. And I just think that there's a, when we sit there and wanna have an MJ versus LeBron debate, which are dumb enough, if <laughs> LeBron is put in one case, why isn't Jordan in another where he could have deprived the city of Chicago? Two more championships in his career.
5: Yeah, I think when you you talk about the first retirement, and I I hate to have to put it in those terms, but Chicago had a couple of those between him and Ryan Sandberg. Guys that just disappeared and then said, ah, I'm back. With with Michael Jordan, if that happened today, there'd be innumerable people trying to get to the bottom of what actually happened, right? Because what do we have for that period? A lot of speculation as to what went on behind the scenes that forced him to go away or why he went. Was it just he needed a break, physically, mentally, still dealing, as some would say, had never gotten over the the death of his father and was still having just mm-hmm. that was weighing heavily on him, physically? Did he just need a break? Did the NBA suspend him, which is always the triple underscore thing for all the Vegas runs and whatever else was going on there? The ties to how his father died there. There's a lot of you know that's one of those you could do the the mysteries. I think. um there's there's a show in Chicago that's kind of doing that right now. Um why why can I not think of the the woman's name? Um I, I, Ju- I Julie, yeah, Julie she's I, she works for the score. She she used to be a lawyer. And she <laughs> but but she's got a show, you know, huge and, and does well in the in their schedule. But they're doing one of those kind of not 30 for 36 whatever put a name on it but kind of a all right let's go through the paces of this crime so it's it's yeah. interesting listening uh for sure but it's the the thing that there's so much to that we we just don't know and it's always just been held at at arm's length cuz I, I one i don't think anybody wants to figure that out and two, it wasn't social media like now you could just bombard yeah. and, and and message and and go on twitter or instagram or whatever and absolutely just Obliterate him time and, and again.
4: And there's no, there's not. Listen, for as great as Hakeem Olajuwon played for the Rockets, hey, maybe it's no guarantee the Bulls win those series if they have to face the Rockets in the NBA Finals. But the point is, is what's really worse: LeBron James playing out the string on a on a team that isn't going to make the playoffs and doesn't have a supporting cast that necessarily matches the strengths that that he can work with, or Michael Jordan leaving in the midst of a title run. In the pretty much prime of his career, at least in the the beginning of the latter half of his career, mm-hmm. but still you're talking about three titles before it, three titles after it. And we look at the Jordan thing as and whatever, as you said, whatever happened, happened, but we never look at it as him leaving the Bulls in a bad spot. It's just, oh, that was, Michael went to to do his thing and Apparently that's okay, but LeBron can't sit out the final 17 games. Otherwise, we're going to call him a quitter. I think that's an enormous double standard.
5: No, and, and that's it. You're always going to have, and depending on your age, you're either all in on LeBron and you find a bunch of metrics and analytics to try to prove your point, mm-hmm. or you're old school and you just say the rings are all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> right? And and really, I mean, that that's just it, right? Because even in the past year, LeBron's done everything he can to kind of distance that. That talk about title comparisons, even even after passing Jordan on the scoring list, it was well. This means you know as much as the, any title. It's like really all the respect you have for Michael Jordan. I get that you know and yeah. boyhood idol and whatever else you raise. You raise that point. It's it's a it's a ba- another bad optic in what has been a season full of bad optics. <laughs> because for Laker fans, I don't care that you put up triple doubles every night. You're not winning. It doesn't matter. They don't care. They you were brought here to restore this uh, this team to glory. And look, you 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 and your team decided to call yourself the king. You know, uneasy lies the head that wears the crown. <laughs> right. And that's and that's what you've yeah. gotten for this entire season uh, as we've watched. So that that's where we're at. And I I get to your point. I don't know that we'll ever understand. it. Julie DeCaro is the name of, of the woman. I, I had it on the tongue, but I wanted to make sure I got it right uh, there in Chicago working on that that whole story of those two years. Because, I mean, let's face it, the one-time finals, the Rockets and Knicks, the only thing you remember
4: is the OJ chase. (laughs) Yes, yes. And John Starks in Game 7. And there you go. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
5: Fox Sports Sunday brought to you by Discover. Discover alerts you if you find... If they find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites, it's free for card members. Just sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations do apply.
4: He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox sports Sunday. I know you lost an hour of sleep, but while you were sleeping, you missed something pretty crazy. We'll tell you what it is next year on Fox sports radio.
9: At farmer's insurance. We know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it. Covered it. Talk to Farmers.
10: We are Farmers. Bum, 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 Underwritten by Farmers, truck, fire insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state. Fox Sports Sunday.
9: He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byers.
4: So glad to have you with us. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM Channel 83. Hanging out with us this morning to get us caught up to date of what was happening. Maybe while you were getting the the uh, the Z's, if you will, trying to sleep through daylight savings is the one and only Kevin Figures who brings us what was happening while you were sleeping. Good morning, Kevin. Hey guys, what's going on? Good what's to be up, with buddy? you as always. It is it is great to have you in the uh, in the chair. As, The madness of March has crept upon us. Yes, no doubt, no doubt. And part of that March madness is the uh, Duke Blue Devils uh, getting
11: swept by the North Carolina Tar Heels for the first time in a long time. Good news for them, though, is that Zia Williamson, who missed the last five games, should be back at practice on Monday and should be back for them
4: just in time for the ACC tournament later on this week. It's interesting because Mike and I were talking before the game. You felt... Duke UNC didn't have the same zip as it normally did.
5: I didn't have that same excitement, right? That March Duke UNC, this is for all because I mean Zion's not there. I mean he's a cheerleader. Yeah. So it does it didn't have that same push. Obviously, you're curious to see what you know the rest of your squad's able to come up with, but and those are the the questions that we'll all need answered, I guess, if but he's coming back. So this five-game run, while it told you, hey, they're vulnerable. Well, if he comes back, they're a different team. So we, we don't go into the conference tournament with
4: those same questions. And and here's here's something about Duke, North Carolina. It's a, it's a dirty little secret, if you will, guys. It's a twice-a-year affair. And in my mind, the first meeting gets the hype because it actually just happened a couple of weeks ago. Right? And if you guys remember that meeting, that's, of course, when Zion went down with his knee injury. 36 in the, seconds. Yeah, in the first minute. The the tickets for that game were absurd, and you have the buildup of you haven't seen Zion versus North Carolina. You haven't seen that matchup. And now when you play a couple of weeks later and then have the opportunity to play – in less than a week maybe in the ACC tournament or in a week span to play for the third time it's always the first meeting of Duke North Carolina that that has the that has the real appeal and it's not to it's not to lessen the rivalry or lessen what North Carolina did last night at home it's just the fact of because the first meeting is the one that you've waited for and that you have so many unknowns that maybe the second meeting and this one especially without Zion just didn't maybe have the zing as the first one.
5: And maybe the crowded house of what a Saturday brings when you're on a, a weekend after yes, a week at, uh, of work. Great versus yep. Thursday night. Hey, I can go home and or I meet meet the buddies at the bar or whatever the case may be to go watch Duke UNC versus. All right, it's smack dab in the middle of soccer and lacrosse and ber- kids' birthday parties and whatever else I need to do lawn etc. Yep. On a Saturday afternoon.
4: I think it's it's amazing. I do think that the committee will consider Zion's injury when, when it comes to seeding. So if Duke wins the ACC tournament, it's amazing to think because I poo pooed it a couple of a week or so ago when I heard ACC could get three number one seeds. But when you see Tennessee falling off a bit, you don't know what's going to happen with them in Kentucky in the SEC tournament. Gonzaga I think is going to be the number one out west. But Virginia lost to Duke twice. Duke lost to North Carolina twice, and Virginia has North Carolina's number. It's it's a round robin, and you can have those three teams be number one seeds in the ACC. Crazy enough to think it's a. Uh, it'll be great to have Zion back. It's great to have Kevin back. Good to be back, gentlemen. Always a pleasure. It. We appreciate it. That was while you were sleeping with Kevin Figures. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Sports Sunday. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call eight hundred nine four seven AUTO. The only hard part figuring out which way is easier. Where were you when the AB news came down?
5: I'm laying in bed, watching television, passing out.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was. I was typing. You know. Man, the Steelers—the you know the, the Steelers are going to be <laughs> stuck with Antonio Brown, and then it was like you know a casino when just bells and and everything ringing off my phone going nuts. It was uh an interesting Saturday. Yeah, night, all those all least. those
5: alerts started popping in, Dan. That's for sure.
4: The madness is here. He's my comment, and I'm Dan Byer. We'll tell you why the madness may not be great next. here on Fox. Good Sunday morning, and Antonio Brown's still on his way to being. In Oakland Raider, unlike what we had with the fake news Thursday night into Friday morning, with Antonio Brown possibly going to Buffalo, this time he actually signed off on the deal. A third and fifth round pick go from Oakland to Pittsburgh. A B now heading to the B A Bay Area. Ah, you get that? Todd. Nicely done. Never thought of it that way, Mike Carmichael. Gray and gray and black, though. Yes, that wasn't. Who said that on the Instagram? One, one
5: of his guys. They're like, come on now. And and look, they were one of the chalk options, so people getting all chesty on this. This wasn't out of the blue. Given the The only thing that's different about it is that the price they paid isn't nearly as high as anybody would have anticipated. So that is the peel the onion back of how many teams would the Steelers not deal with, cross out however many teams that is, followed by... Teams that just bailed thinking the asking price or when they inquired was a lot higher and just said, all right, we're focusing on the draft. So bad info and maybe the Steelers didn't reach back out going, hey, you know, the market is really depressed here. Uh, Just go on down the line. Either way, kudos to Mayock and Gruden. For what they got? Steelers are still on the hook for twenty million of dead cap space and got two mid-round picks for
4: him. That's what I'm curious about, and I and I'll pose this question to you as well. What what are the parameters? Are, does do the Steelers lay out and say, no way he's going to the AFC North? There is no way he's going to Cleveland, Cincinnati, or Baltimore. AFC contender, we're taking nothing less than a. First or second round pick, AFC non-contender is it third round pick? Is that what it also is for the NFC? Because to me, Mike, as you look at it and when you see the market, like he still was traded within conference, mm-hmm. and to only max out at a third round pick shows to what we talked about in the first sixty minutes of the show is the value of Antonio Brown. But parameters-wise, like if 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 New England came knocking with a second round pick, do you? take New England's second-round pick and then bypass Oakland's third? I know there would only be a difference of a few picks, but the the point being is, do you have certain parameters? Does it have to be a first? Is it is that even too little? That That's what I'm curious about with Pittsburgh because you end up – and I hate to say settling because I don't think that Pittsburgh had any other choice, but when you're looking at like different parameters and where you want him to go and what you would receive in return, he stays in conference and you only get a third-round pick – I think, that, you know, that to me, looking from it that way is is tough to accept.
5: Yeah, I mean, you're backed into a corner with an untenable situation, and I think you probably had the whiteboard up of, all right, here's the no-goes, and <laughs> and maybe you did have different yeah. compensation, but obviously they thought and and fully expected, and I think, you know, we have followed this league for a long time. You would still think that Antonio Brown would command a better price than this. So what you want is information as best as you're ever gonna be able to ferret out from all the other GMs that bailed on the process, wherever they bailed on the process, or what other offers maybe by some of those contenders were rebuffed. Mm -hmm. You say maybe maybe they got better offers from New England or pick team Kansas City, pick team here, and just said, no, on principle we can't we can't do that. And in this league, separating between a contender and a non-contender it's bad business because we know how things flip in divisions very quickly. Yes. Right? San Francisco, if things break correctly, no pun intended, and Garoppolo and McKinnon are back, are they suddenly a threat with one more addition to the wide receiving core in San Francisco? Yeah, and they were awful. And Oakland being a train wreck as they have, eventually that ends. Mm-hmm. By happenstance, it's going to happen for one year. We saw it a couple of years ago when everything went right until Derek Carr got hurt. Right? They had nobody miss time due yep. to the injury. Yeah. <laughs> they won all their close games. Every ball bounced their way. No, and all gone. that, yep. Jonas and I, have been, and you, and, and the three of us, I think, banged the drum on this more than anybody. But just the idea that, that that season set up so beautifully until Carr got hurt. So it shows if things break your way in the national football, you go worst to first all the time. Look at the Bears. They made a move. They were getting better, but they bring in Khalil Mack, and all of a sudden they're potentially running through the playoffs if Cody Parkey isn't Cody Parkey. That's Sorry, I had to bring it up to myself <laughs> and and flog myself <laughs> on this on this spring ahead day. I was
4: gonna say in a division two where you had Minnesota and Green Bay to do that, right? Yeah,
5: I mean it just shows the the craziness. So can, putting anybody on a hey they're not a threat contender list. I mean that goes back to your conference non-conference thing because otherwise, yeah, you might meet them on the schedule, yeah, based I, on the way that that rolls. But otherwise, you're not seeing them until you're you're hanging out in Miami for a Super
2: Bowl.
4: And I think that it's like when you're buying a car. I, I went I went to a a dealership once, and I tried to play the game with the you know with the uh, the salesperson, and so I so the the four squares came out you know the boxes of. This and that. And sure. I wasn't, I wasn't, I was sticking to my price. And then the sales guy went in, in the back, had that fictitional meeting. Yeah. Is just like in Fargo where he's
5: asking if he's got extra gopher tickets yep. instead of uh, actually came, talking came, about the car? Came
4: back, then went back in again. And this time brought the manager out. Ooh. And the manager said, um, maybe this car just isn't for you. Thanks and see you later, and that's how it ended. So because I was so far off of their price that they're like, "All right, it's not going to get done." That apparently never happened with the Pittsburgh Steelers because they wanted him so out of the way where they were just like, "All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take anything. I'll take anything for him." We'll trade in my trade in's only four hundred dollars. Sorry, <laughs> well, I'll, deal, I'll, I'll do it.
5: Well, because you had another week before you had to do anything, right? Roster bonus, yeah.
4: due. St. Paddy's Day. St.
5: Patty's Day for what? Two point five or, or thereabouts. So you had another week, the league calendar year begins, and I guess to some degree you want it done before free agency Mm -hmm. strikes and you can start doing the I'm-going-to-hang-outside-your-window recruiting kind of pitches that we've seen in the past. So maybe that is the force. But in the end, Pittsburgh decides to take what is a big hit and a very small return arguably the best receiver in the game.
4: We got a big return when it comes to our team as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. We would never trade Vincent Close or Sam Kinsley as they always serve up some hot takes and sausage on this morning. The first hour was so chaotic, I forgot who won. Was it me? Was it because I said four? Was that it? Or Yeah, you know, you yes. got the victory. Okay, so I'm up one nothing where Vince throws a topic to Mike and I, and we debate it, and Vince gets to pick a winner. What's happening, fellas?
6: What's going on, guys? Uh, yeah, Dan with the fuzzy math takes round Spe- one. You know
4: what? Speaking of fuzzy, do you guys see the tweet I sent out? I got a, got an advanced look at the new Raiders logo oh, last night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you guys, uh, I'm going to have to
6: check that out.
4: Yeah, you. At Dan Bayer. Oh, Box. that's brilliant. Get Mike over at Swollen Dome. So there it is. Yes, the new Raiders logo has been released. I like it. Interesting. I'm huh? a fan.
5: I mean, if they have that as a giveaway, I'm flying up to the <laughs> Bay Area.
6: Uh, I'm in I'm in. Although I will say it should be a silver stash, right?
5: No. <laughs> no, no, no! You got to stay with the blonde. Got to yeah. go with the blonde. Yes. Uh, no, I, you stay like with it. the blonde. That's the look. You keep doing cameo videos and and roll from there. Keep those revenue streams alive.
6: I'm down. Da- I'm down with it. You could actually probably like get fake mustaches for everybody. Have a fake mustache day. No, that's yeah. it. I mean, they're all, I mean they're, they're all blonde.
5: But they they're sold perfect. they sold Puig wigs and, and or I should say Manny Ramirez wigs out here in, in L. A. at forty bucks a pop. So why not get some fake blonde mustaches rolling?
4: <laughs> Simple to do. All right, what's the topic this time around for All some right. hot takes?
5: This time we're going to go
6: to the MLB. Um, Bryce Harper Ooh. made his debut for the Phillies, walking twice and scoring a run, but it's not so much how he played. He made an interesting choice for his walk-up music. Sam, let's let, let's hear that. Batting third, the designated hitter, In number West Virginia, three, Bryce. Bryce. Harper. So he goes with the theme of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh-huh. Doesn't quite make sense to me, but it begs the question, what would your walk-up song be?
4: Oh, wow. You want me to take this? Oh, go ahead. Well, let's stick with the uh, television theme songs, okay? Let's go that route and stay with it. I, Gosh, I would probably have to go Facts of Life. You know, nice. you, you know. take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life, because listen, in baseball, you got to take the good, you got to take the bad, and and if you could throw in a Joe Polnicek reference or a Blair <laughs> Warner every time you come up to bat, I'd probably go facts of life theme uh, if I had to the uh, the. The, the one I was debating would be Growing Pains, but they had like three different versions throughout the seasons. So I would say uh, Facts of Life theme would be my uh, walk-up music.
5: I dig that. and You've also set the expectations for every at-bat. Hey, this could go sideways. <laughs> Fans, don't hate me if guys, this doesn't work. Bad. You know, there's good, people. I'm there, there's old for, bad.
4: I'm old for my last 19. You know, there you have it. It's the facts of life. I, I dig that. Uh, I, I would go to the the
5: Elvis a little less conversation. Let's get some oh. action going, right? It, it gets people out of their seats, maybe dancing a little bit. Because <laughs> I know people Gosh. hated this Bryce Harper and, and, and Vince. You you referenced it because he's not from Philadelphia. The the idea being, you, you got to have people dancing. You you can't do Bruce Springsteen in Streets of Philadelphia. Okay. If you're no. trying to go down that theme, no. you got to have it what, be a positive what, song. What about
4: Elton John, Philadelphia Freedom? You could have can have that work. as well. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Could be I mean, pace. you can get the
5: kids get fired up for that. While have some guy trot out <laughs> in a duck outfit and have some fun.
4: <laughs> How many other references that we have made, Sam, are you connected to? We've had an Elvis, Facts of Life, Elton John. Are you are you in I, I'm privy to all of these. Okay, really. good. All yeah, right. Nice. Yeah, sure. do, do I need
6: to sing Philadelphia Freedom?
4: I mean, <laughs> I <don't know>. yes, <laughs> yes you do. Yes you do. <laughs> Philadelphia Freedom. <laughs> I can't
6: even think of now I just I can't think uh, of the words, so no, but right. I, I mean I have Elton John's greatest hits, so I know oh, that we go. go. I know uh, Bruce. Yeah. The Boss. Vince, are you good on all these? I, I am well aware good. of all of all those right, references. Now, if I were going to go TV themes from the '80s, yeah. I may have gone with Family Ties. Oh, what? Well, oh. Not a bad, not about choice. Was yeah, that? Yes, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. yeah. like something like that. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna you... <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Mike yeah, on this it. one. <laughs>
4: La, love. Oh, you're going to go with... I'm going to go okay. with Mike on this right. one. I, li-
6: I like a little bit of Elvis, and uh wasn't my first choice. Would have maybe gone with Viva Las Vegas, but maybe that's if uh, Vegas gets an MLB team and uh, the Phillies decide they no longer want Bryce Harper, and he ends up there. There you go. So, Mike, with the years. point on this
4: one. There is no doubt if I was a Texas Ranger, the Dallas team would play every time that I... Step to the plate. oh no
5: no no Chuck Norris <laughs> oh, Walker Texas Ranger because the eyes of the ranger are uh, upon
4: oh you. that's you can have that Anywhere I I am I am going up to the know. I'm going Carver. up to the I'm going up to the Dallas theme for sure by the way I'm I'm in a fantasy baseball league team name this year Ewing Oil nicely yes done. there it is there's a, there's another old reference I, as we keep I'd, you in the 70s and 80s. I didn't get that one. I love that.
5: It's funny because last week after the show went and did the Grammy Museum LA Live. Clippers played the Knicks. All I saw were Patrick Ewing jerseys. I didn't see any current players. <laughs> just Knicks jerseys everywhere. of Patrick Ewing. That's where we're going. We're going 30 years ago
4: oh, for man. their fandom. <laughs> I don't blame them at all. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Bayer. This is Fox Sports Sunday coming to you live for the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, we go to the Steels city to find out how the raiders stole antonio brown that here on fox sports sunday discover betmgm the betting app sports fans in
3: the capital region turn to for non-stop action all winter long take the excitement of football basketball and hockey to the next level with same game parlays exclusive signature bets odds boost promos and much more plus now you can sign in place bets and manage your cash balance under the same betmgm account in dc maryland and virginia
0: we all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner what new roads are left to be discovered what adventures lie just over the next ridge push beyond your current limits and find out a nissan rogue nissan pathfinder or nissan armada will take you there where the road leads you, and even where the off-road takes you. If you're taking on your adventure in a new 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is your always-updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity, mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without even the need to connect your phone google assistant google maps and google play store are built right into the 12.3 inch hd touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 nissan road every one of nissan's suvs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go the world is waiting to be discovered what are you waiting for learn more at nissanusa.com
9: at farmer's insurance we know every windshield collision has a unique sound beetle bird poop drone seen it covered it talk to farmers we
10: are farmers bum, 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 bum. underwritten by farmers truck fire insurance exchanges and affiliates products not available in every state
9: he's
4: mike Harmon. i'm dan Byer. this is fox sports sunday glad to have you with us and hopefully you're rested up enough after the changing of the clocks overnight for most of you if you ever miss the show don't worry just on the show on iTunes. Subscribe to Fox Sports Radio Weekends. Download the show every single week. You can hear it on iTunes. You can also hear it on the iHeartRadio app and Sirius XM Channel 83. We go to the scene of the crime, if you will. I don't know if it's a crime or not, but Antonio Brown is no longer there. Good friend Ed Bichette of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette joins us here to talk about the trade that sent AB to the Bay Area. Good morning, Ed. Thanks so much for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me on, guys. I know it's it's somewhat early, but... Do you think that the Steelers faithful is just glad this is over? Are they going to miss Antonio Brown? What is the what is the temperature? What is the reading and the stuff that you have heard from the Steelers fan base now that this trade has seemingly gone through?
12: I think it's mixed. Um, you know, some people uh, wanted him to stay regardless, thinking that uh, he was going to uh, somehow <laughs> be a good citizen here. And uh, that, that was obviously not going to happen. The Steelers recognized that and, and, and knew they had to just remove him. And uh so the fans I think the fans are mixed. Some understand it. Some don't think they got enough either.
5: Yeah, I think that that's the, the larger question, Ed, when you look at compensation, you still got the cap hit that they take, obviously, but getting a third and a fifth, you know, Dan and I trying to theorize, did you have the big whiteboard out of here's the eight teams we won't trade him to? And then mix from there. I mean, I, I, from from your knowledge, I mean, how, how did it go down to where you get a third and a fifth?
12: I think they took the best offer available. They thought that was going to be Buffalo's, but then uh, Antonio said he won't go there, so uh, nobody called his bluff. Buffalo certainly wasn't going to do it if he was going to take that stance. So the Steelers went to Plan B, and that was Oakland. Was- uh, I don't think if look if the cleveland browns would have offered a first round pick he he'd be there right now even though they're in the division so um I, I do believe and it's an early third round pick you know there's there's different variations of third round picks yeah um and and the five pushes it almost into second round value so i thought once all this stuff was happening they they'd have trouble getting a first round pick so in essence they got a second round pick if you combine those two
4: Ed Bichette of the Pittsburgh post Gazette, joining us here on Fox Sports Sunday. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Bayer. How surprised are you that Antonio Brown actually got what he wanted after all of the antics that he's had over these last couple of
12: months? You know, there's always someone out there that is willing to do something like that. I, it surprises me. They're paying him a little more. But the thing is, they they didn't take the cap hit from his previous signing bonus. So I guess the way the Raiders are looking at it, As here's a new player coming in, we're going to give him a new contract, Um, you know, making him the highest paid wide receiver. He certainly is maybe the best wide receiver in the game, so it's hard to argue that from their standpoint. Um, The Steelers, you know, they were baffled by this whole thing, how it unfolded. Um, And a lot of people are wondering if it might set a precedent for the next guy who wants more money and is tied up for a number of years.
5: Yeah, it's certainly for the league-wide, right, having been watching the NBA and players flex their muscle and now Antonio Brown. In addition to getting that 500 bucks a pop on Cameo, Ed, I mean, he's just rolling right now.
12: Yeah, he is. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how much he rolls once the season starts in Oakland. You know, it's uh, Derek Carr's not Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. Um He doesn't have the... Support around him with other talent on that offense out there, but maybe they—they have uh, what three first-round picks in the draft. Maybe they'll—they're uh, building something, but you just wonder if he's going to be around for that.
4: Ed Bouchette joining us here on Fox Sports Sunday from the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. So now where do the Steelers go from here? Is it James Washington needing to step up? Is It's hard to say that Juju Smith-Schuster needs to do more considering the great year that he had last year. But now what happens to their wide receiver core with Antonio Brown out of town?
12: Well, you just mentioned two guys, and, and, and Juju's done it two years now. Mm-hmm. So um, he's, he's, he's in the fold. I mean, he's, he's there. Uh, they expect James Washington to build on what he did late in the season, which was pretty good. Um he was a second round pick. They they still have high hopes for him. Vance McDonald's become a good tight end for them. They'll need uh they'll need another receiver. They're not going to get another Antonio Brown, but I mean how many of those do you need? Really they they, they didn't win a Super Bowl with him here since twenty ten. And um New England have trotted out a whole bunch of no name receivers and won a bunch of Super Bowls.
5: Sure. So the shift there, and certainly defensively, talked a lot about how things didn't come together after the loss of Shazier, and that's a while. I mean, is thats is that what we're looking at, rebuilding the defense, most likely draft-wise?
12: Yeah, they're built, they're, they've been doing that. They're going to have to still do that. Um, they are looking for that. They'll never find another Ryan Shazier, I don't think. Sure. But uh, they need to find that style, the guy uh, you who know, cover guys as well as stop the run and make some big plays. It, it's hard to find, but maybe um, these draft picks will help push them up a little higher in the first round if that's the way they want to go. And, like I said, they're going to have to find a receiver somewhere. There's a lot of good receivers in this draft that look like third or fourth-round picks you can get one. And, um you know, they're gonna need they're gonna they, they, they have needed cornerbacks forever. They have a good one in Joe Hayden. They need another one. So that's you know, maybe they can find one uh somewhere. They have had little luck other than Hayden falling into their lap at that position.
4: Ed Bouchette of the Pittsburgh Post Gazette joins us here on Fox Sports Sunday. He's Mike Carman, I'm Dan Byer. Ed, I'm so intrigued now to watch Ben Roethlisberger play in 2019. How does he respond to this? Is there, I, I mean, obviously there's always a load on the quarterback, but is there revenge factor? Is he now going to have something to prove? I'm so intrigued to see how he responds in 2019. What's now on Ben's shoulders now that AB isn't there? And I guess he's the last of the big three still in Pittsburgh.
12: Yeah, I don't think there's more. Ben's played with a lot of different wide receivers, won Super Bowls with them. Um, you know, and and they've come and gone. A uh, good ones: Antonio Holmes, Emmanuel Sanders, Hines Ward. You know, uh, those are three pretty good guys. Mike Wallace was another one. They all left. And somehow Ben's still going. So um, I don't think there's more pressure on him. I think maybe he will want to just show it wasn't Brown. And I think Brown's going to want to show it wasn't just Ben. I think they both have a little bit to prove.
4: Any person anything personal you think we're going to see? Uh, not not to Ben say anything, but do you think he took any of this um to heart and this could affect him down the road in a positive or negative way?
12: No, I don't think it'll affect him, but I think he probably did. Uh take it to heart that Antonio Brown was out there bashing him. Uh Ben has never said a word about Antonio. Um all he did during the season was say uh uh, one time, I wish he could would have run a better route, and boom. Uh, it made it sound like, you know, he, he said, I don't want him as a teammate anymore. Ben's never bashed him. Um, it, this just, I, look, it looks, if you look at it, the way it came down, it looked like Antonio Brown um, orchestrated his way out so he could get more money. It may be just as simple as that.
5: He certainly got paid, and obviously for Big Ben, they, they went and re-upped two offensive linemen to keep him nice and upright uh, for the coming year. So a nice uh, extra bonus, right? Less chaos in the locker room and two guys to keep you uh, on your feet.
12: Yeah, and Ben's going to get his contract here any day now. Um, sure. he'll, he'll get an extension. Um, he's got one year left. They've been very public about how they're going to get this done. So he has a big signing or big roster bonus due. Uh, in the coming weeks. So I, I think you'll see that done very soon.
4: Ed, did Ben try to reach out to Antonio Brown to your knowledge during all of this?
12: Uh to my knowledge, uh Antonio Brown wasn't talking to anybody here. Um maybe a maybe a few um other teammates, but you know, not some of the big ones and certainly not Ben, no. All right. Ed Bichette. And I'm not saying ben, didn't, ben did reach out to him, but he didn't respond.
4: Didn't pick up the phone. Saw, saw the name on the phone.
12: and They don't pick up the phone anymore, guys. They all text.
4: Yeah. yeah <laughs> Trust well. me. Oh, yes, yes. That's with everyone. Well,
12: uh, I mean,
5: otherwise, it's it's also going to be a lot of calls. Are you happy with your wireless plan? Or... <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you never know. Oh. Ed, we appreciate <laughs> you taking time out of your Sunday again during the saga that's really just dominated the NFL offseason. Have a Great Sunday. We appreciate it and uh, we'll hopefully do it again soon. All
12: right, fellas. Thanks. Ed Bouchette of
4: the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. Find him on Twitter at Ed Bouchette. Yeah, and I had heard reports that Ben had tried to reach out to Brown and just didn't answer.
5: Yeah, things just decided he was done. And as Ed said, you know, whatever you believe in, in a lot of the noise, he got his 30 million guaranteed, he got his three years, and he got out, right? He got over. This is what Antonio Brown wanted. And whether he looks at the villain or whatever, that was part of the whole shop conversation, the optics of it all, of trying to control your career. At least for the moment, he got what he wanted.
4: We'll see if that continues. Do you think if Ben called, he left a message or just hung up after the no answer? Started singing, baby, come back. <laughs> I think nowadays people don't even leave messages. It's like, oh, I saw that you called. And obviously you didn't listen to the voicemail. No, yeah. So, I- So in addition to texting, if you're even calling... Very few people leave messages anymore.
5: Well, yeah, also probably doesn't want to look like the desperate party in all this. Again, as we talked to, guys getting chesty and wanting to prove they can do it without the other. Curiosity in Oakland. I mean, the other in Pittsburgh, we didn't mention his name, but Eli Rogers is an unrestricted uh, free agent. Missed a lot of last year. Maybe he comes back because you had a guy in-house, but... Yeah, it'll certainly be curious to see how that shuffles up at the wide receiver position. Or do they go uh, Metcalf and just get a guy that runs straight
4: lines? <laughs> I'm Dan Beyer. He's Mike Carvin. This is Fox Sports Sunday. Find us on Twitter. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. Mike, they can get you at. Find me over at Swollen Dome.
5: Reminder, Fox Sports Sunday brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick and easy way you can save money. You can switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance.
4: Go to Geico.com and see how much you could save. So what's the point of playing LeBron James if the Lakers are out of it? We discuss that after Kevin figures gives us the latest of what's happening in the NFL, NBA, college basketball. I think that's the that's the hat trick we've got going on right now, Kevin. That's that is about right.
11: Definitely the Wayne Gretzky hat trick we're working with this morning. And as you guys just discussed with Ed Bouchette, the deed is done. The big story out of the NFL this morning is All-Pro receiver Antonio Brown going to the Oakland Raiders for a third round and fifth round draft pick in this April's draft. Brown also receiving a three-year, fifty million dollar contract extension with third. $30 million guaranteed. Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network reporting this morning it was the contract demands and not the trade compensation that was the biggest obstacle in Brown being traded. He reports that several teams are willing to trade what Oakland offered and then some for the disgruntled rideout, but Brown wanted the money and the guaranteed money and the contract extension. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In college hoops last night, North Carolina sweeping the season series over Duke with a 79-70 victory. Tar Heels clinching a share of the ACC regular season title along with Virginia. Duke freshman Zion Williamson did not play in the game, but is expected to be ready for the ACC tournament later this week. In the NBA, LeBron James notches 80th career triple-double, but it was not enough for the Lakers. They will lose their fifth in a row with the Celtics coming away with a 120 to 107 victory in L.A. Lakers guard Alonzo Ball will reportedly be shut down for the rest of the season as he recovers from an ankle sprain. Giannis Antetokounmpo Tumpo scored 26 points for the Bucks and a blowout victory over Charlotte. That's 50 wins on the season Yeah, for it the is. Deer. That's right for Dan Byers, Deer. That is. I <laughs> uh,
9: will get back to Mike and Dan in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to Farmers. We
2: are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum,
10: bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Back to Mike and the
4: jubilant Dan Byer. <laughs> Thank you very much, Kevin. Glad to have you along with us this morning as we discuss so much of what's going on with Antonio Brown. He is Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. And then last night, Celtics-Lakers, another another dud on Saturday night primetime hoops for ABC, but it was within the broadcast that Jeff Van Gundy openly pondered about LeBron James's minutes restriction, saying... You're either going to play him or you don't. There should be no in between for LeBron James. Are you along that line of thinking as Jeff Gundy is?
5: Likewise, you know, if the Pelicans are done cuz they want to put Anthony Davis in mothballs and the league came out and it was revealed that there was some fine structure in place, if they're done, I mean, he's put them in an untenable position. Now LeBron's got a 4-year deal and he means so much to the league, right? ABC was excited that LeBron actually played. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because otherwise, you were looking at another week where big star LeBron started it. You miss guys back to back weeks, and now you got. The, the Lakers and Celtics, even if it doesn't have meaning and everybody hey. got introduced to the South Bay Lakers, having them miss another star, yeah, yeah eventually you're getting phone calls. The bad phone's ringing from the executives.
4: I don't mean to give you a and a but we just saw a graphic on the screen for a Pacers-Sixers game that's going to be later on today. And without Victor Oladipo, Boyan Bogdanovich is the one who gets the, the star treatment of having his right. face on the graphic and... Jimmy Butler is the Sixers guy. If LeBron doesn't play for the Lakers and Kyle Kuzma's out... Who is the guy that they. do? You, do you Come put, see if Lance Stevenson yeah. does something crazy. I was going to say. Here's Rondo against JaVale, his former yeah, team. It's Rondo, isn't it? Rondo's the guy that yeah. would get the graphic. Because I'm well, like. JaVale McGee takes someone I was, out
5: in the low post. I'm
4: like, I, you know, For as much as we love Caruso and as much as he tried to dunk on the Celtics last night and the, he had an alley oop from LeBron and also almost had a putback, you don't have that. He, you don't have a lot of uh, choices to go on who you want to put on that TV graphic. Which will tell you something. I I just look at it like this: as I mentioned earlier, I you've got a you've got a commitment, and I think this commitment, Mike, and because it's a situation where we haven't seen a star so big miss the playoffs, so we've never really been here before. It wasn't like when Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City; City still made the playoffs, so Russell Westbrook was playing in those games. You wouldn't necessarily rest him. It's it's an, a, an area that w- is uncharted waters for the sake of it. I just look at, because LeBron seems so much of the, as I mentioned, an inheritance in a way, like you mm-hmm. want to make sure that, that you save him. I, I, I kind of want to tend to what you're saying, but the fact is, is there are people who bought season tickets, and I, I, I don't know if I'd want to go to a Lakers game, but if you had the opportunity, if this was your one game a year that you're going, which usually is an argument that I don't make, I guess I can kind of see it. I I just hate the whole tanking. I hate the whole throwing away portion of it. So that just rubs me wrong. And so I'm I'm floating as I'm sitting here saying, okay, should LeBron play? Shouldn't he? And I just think of making these cameo appearances, I'm I'm fine. It doesn't seem like he's overexerting himself with anything.
5: No, I, I just go back to the last time we saw it was here in Los Angeles. The final run of Kobe Bryant's career. Mm -hmm. Playoffs are gone. Nobody's pretending they're anywhere good enough to go to the playoffs. So It was all about Kobe's goodbye. And you know what he did? Skipped a hell of a lot of home games. As a guy who had part of a season ticket package and never saw him show up in a suit, let alone put on a uniform, I fell in love with Lou Williams, which is why I celebrate everything he does with the Clippers now. Taking my daughters to games, thinking, on the off chance Kobe's going to play, Instead, here's Lou Williams filling it up from the outside as a bench player for the Lakers. Like, who's that guy? So they follow Lou Williams now, and and I tell them how he's doing. You know, they'll call me when I'm in here with Jason Smith, and it's like, oh, what are you watching? It's like, hey, we're watching that guy. Remember we saw him? He was kind of the breakout guy with the Lakers. Like, yeah, cool. You know, and then he's having a good run, and they're in the playoffs. But, like, I spent... A lot of money on the group of tickets that I had uh, for nothing. I didn't get a visit from the Mamba Copter. I, I got nothing. So I we've been down that road here in Los Angeles just in the last couple of years. And the the harder part for the LeBron thing, uh, you know, with that it was you knew you were rolling the dice on Kobe playing night to night. You just learned to accept it, yeah. and you went for the experience and, and everything else. With LeBron, this was the the schedule down the stretch, and you and I have talked about it between the Tankathon dot uh, com re- rankings <laughs> got it up
4: <laughs> but, <laughs> I've got, right yeah. but like going
5: yeah. through just where their schedule was this is where all the good teams were coming you thought it yeah. was whatever the seating was playoff push LeBron doing his thing this young team around him and then they all fell to the wayside injury after injury this thing with Brandon Ingram God bless him I I hope you know if if it's as bad as reported you know you hope that he's Fine, yeah. physically, whatever his basketball career becomes, but you, you thought you were going to have these wonderful games, and people probably paid a pretty good markup, and that and that's the way of the world, and so be it. You know, you bought secondhand and second market tickets; well, that's going to be the case. But yeah, it, it, but at the end, it's always buyer beware. Like you're 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 buying for
4: the jersey on the front, I or the name on the front. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that is going to sound really stupid. And I know we don't have a lot of time where I can justify it or backtrack. But the point is, Mike, there are very few games in the NBA regular season that I think fans go to where it matters who wins or loses. Like when you go to a playoff game, you want want your team to win because you want that team to go as far so the atmosphere is different. When you go to a regular season game, and maybe it's different because we get opportunities to go to games – the outcome is never something that I am totally invested in. I want to make sure that I got my money's worth for those two hours. Sure, you, like no, I get you that. You know, like for the NFL is different. NFL is a different story because you've only got 16 games. You, you, every every game really counts. But for an NBA regular season, if it isn't, if you're a Lakers fan and it's not against the Warriors or the Celtics or it, the Rockets or a team like that, you want to have a good show, and that's what I get a sense of with the Laker games where maybe the outcome doesn't matter. Maybe at other times it was already in the cards because the Lakers were so good. But if you're buying the tickets for a regular season game, maybe it's a little bit more about the show than it is about the outcome of the game, and that's why LeBron's playing. Yeah, I
5: mean, you play off the string, and, and remember the backlash of a couple of years ago when he took nights off, right? And now they call it load management, mm-hmm. and, and you roll through the the punches as best you can as a fan uh, on the hope that your guy's going to show up. You say, all right, this is going to be on national TV, so they'll show, right? And this is great. Maybe LeBron got enough of a blowback, and let's call it what it is. The NBA is going to have him on the bat phone as well, saying, we need this. Yeah. Hey, the regular yep. regular season, look, you and I and and – some of you out there listening wherever you are thanks for being up with us here on Fox Sports Sunday Dan and I the team Sam Vince and Kevin we truly do appreciate it uh giving us a few minutes of your precious time on a Sunday morning you know may- maybe maybe there there there's something to that of giving the you know you owe it to the fans to do it to me it it's just becomes a you know how do you how do you feel about the product that you're being served, and and does it turn off? And and we like I said, our, our team we love the Eastern Conference. We're curious to see how this all plays out. And but LeBron, it, it, it's killed any other storylines. Him and KD, and is KD happy? A little bit of Irving, but now that they're winning again, he's all smiles. And then quietly over in Philadelphia land, you're talking about who do you put up as your advertisement? Joel Embiid's missed a lot of time with a knee injury. And nobody's talking about it. Like, I keep raising my hand going, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. How do we guarantee that he's ready for the playoff run? Do we know? And, like, one of your big breakthrough stars. And, like, the Eastern Conference is such an afterthought. And LeBron James, look, if he gives you 28 a night and he's going to play like he did yesterday with a bunch of guys that really are just signed off the street. It's a pretty good run. So, 17 games left. Yeah, gut it out 25 a night, wave wave to the crowd, and go off to the sunset.
4: He's my Carmen I'm Dan Byer, company live for the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, it wasn't that bad of a week
9: for LeBron James. We'll explain why next here on Fox Sports Radio. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We
2: are farmers. Bum, bum, bum,
10: bum, bum, bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Fox Sports Sunday.
4: He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. If you want to reach us on Twitter, I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. Mike, they can get you at Maybe over at Swollen Dome. Find me at Swollen Dome. All right. And now we get the family together where we find us all hanging out here. As we get to play the feud. Yes. All right. It was a quite a week for LeBron James. Passing Michael Jordan on the all-time scoring list. What I want to know, guys, Vincent Glow, Sam Kinsley, Kevin Figures, and Mike Harmon, top eight answers on the board. After LeBron, who are the highest active all-time scorers in the NBA? All right? Highest active all-time scorers in the NBA and I'll just say this. Carmelo Anthony would have been on the list, but he's not on a team. So if you're not on a team right now, you're not on the list. Let's start with Mike Harmon. Gosh, you're a pretty penny if you want to see his final game. Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk! Saying farewell after this season. Yes, he's the number one answer. Seventh all time in career scoring. Over to Vincent Close.
6: Well, since I can't go with Carmelo and they took Dirk from me, I'm going to go with uh, Dwayne
4: Wade. Oh, Dwayne Wade also calling it quits after the 2019 season. Show me... Flash. Yeah, remember he was named was he Flash for a little do, while? Yeah. Do, 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 Dwayne Wade do, do, do 30th Flash. right now on the all-time scoring list over to Sam Kinsley.
6: I'm only saying this because this guy's been in the league for such a long time and he is still active. Uh Vince Carter.
4: Vince Carter, that's a really that good light, guess. Yeah. It's a really good guess. <laughs> It's a great guess because it's number two on our list, 20th all-time for Vince Carter. Three for three looking for the top eight answers on the board. Highest active all-time scores in the NBA. Over to Kevin Figures.
11: Mm, this is a tough one. I'm going to go with, uh, if you didn't know, if you don't watch a lot of Phoenix Sun basketball, you wouldn't know he's still in the league, but I'm going to go with Jamal
4: Crawford. Jamal Crawford. That. That's a really good guess. Is it good enough to make our list? It is! thats a Fig! Number right. 52 all-time for Jamal Crawford. Back around to Mike Carmen. Maybe I'll buy you a donut at some point. Hey, Fox <laughs> right. Sports
5: Sunday brought to you by Discover. Discover alerts you if they find social security number yours on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Just sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations do apply. Uh let's go down the run. I mean, Kevin Durant's been in the league a decade. Yeah,
4: past. and he's scored he's a lot there, too. Yeah. He scored a lot of points. Oh yeah, there he is. Kevin Durant, number four on our list, thirty first all time in scoring. All right. Five for five. Let's no go. strikes. There is a pass still available over to Vincent Close. That's a tough one. That it is. Uh Three names left. You got Dirk, Vince, Wade, Durant, and Crawford off the list. All right, this guy, he
6: just got out of a contract in one place, and he's gone to your Milwaukee Bucks. I'm going
4: to go with Pau Gasol. Did Pau Gasol make the list? Yes, he did. You can't cheer until we hear the ding, Vince, even though I gave the thumbs up. Just kidding. 37th (laughs) on the list. Six for six. Can we make it seven for seven with Sam? Uh, on that same note, for Gasol, I'm going to go Marcusal. Gasol. Marc Gasol oh, the Gasol that's, brothers. That's big. big. Uh, let's see it. Is there some brotherly love on the list? <clears throat> no, Marcusal Gasol does not make the list. Over to Kevin Figures. Well, he's been around for quite a while, and he scores a lot of points. I'm going to go with uh, James Harden. James Harden, a uh, good guess. Show me the beard. <clears throat> uh, no, <clears throat> 11th right now. Mike Harmon, it's up to you to keep the game alive. Looking for two Um, more names. West Park enough. Is Russell the muscle that we needed? (laughs) Yes, it is. Eighth on the list. Wow, he got to eight. Okay. It comes down to you. You get it right, we win. If not, we lose. Who's left? Highest active all-time scorer in the NBA. Man, this is tough. I'm going to go with another longtime
6: guy in the league. uh, Tony Parker. Show me Tony Parker.
4: Yes! Yeah, there you yes! go. Still going. Yes. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Yes, March is here, and one bid already secured for the NCAA tournament. Murray State is dancing winners of the Ohio Valley Conference tournament, topping Belmont last night. So their ticket is punched. Antonio Brown's ticket to Oakland punched as well, dealt by the Steelers to the Raiders. For third and fifth round picks in the upcoming draft. So, the Antonio Brown saga, I guess it's over in Pittsburgh, Mike. Now it continues in Oakland and possibly and likely in Las Vegas.
5: Hey, same book, new chapter. Dan. Yes. I mean, look, if you believe by some of the behind the scenes scuttlebutt that Brown was the problem in the Steelers' locker room, eventually they just decided they're done, right? They had the the come to Jesus or whatever you want to call it meeting a few weeks ago, and, and they tapped out. You, you saw uh, the Roonies clap their hands and like, all right, there they are smiling for a picture, but we're not going to do business together anymore. And when they had re-upped originally, I mean, you're, you're looking at a guy who's at the time compensated well. We don't know what everybody's motivations are. We don't know what those interpersonal relationships were between coaches and he and his other teammates. A lot of odd uh, parts to this story from a franchise that had been so, I mean, so buttoned up for so many years, the last year plus between and Bell on jet skis and Antonio (laughs) Brown doing his thing, a much different look, but he got what he needed evidently and and wanted by going to the Raiders. So now John Gruden and, and Mike Mayock have to figure out how to make that situation work so you don't get a repeat.
4: Do you think because I think Pittsburgh would have a difficult time doing this. Do you think if Antonio Brown none of this happened at the end of the season that this team would want to restructure his contract to make him the highest paid receiver? If if everything was was cool. After you know, let's say he plays in week 17, there's no comments. Do you think that the Steelers would have given him a contract that would have made him the highest paid receiver in the NFL or tried to figure out a way to give him a raise? No. I don't think so, I don't think either. so either. I yeah. think they
5: would have tried to play it out uh as it, as it was. I mean, I would have to believe somewhere along the way this past year that that's kind of in the mix. Regardless yeah. of the stuff with Roethlisberger, you know, we've always talked about business booming and everything else. So I, I've got to believe some of that was behind the scenes as well, that it wasn't all just the interpersonal dynamics. Yeah. And, res- and respect comes in many forms, right? Whatever job you do out there, respect is, you know, your boss thanking you for doing a good job, patting you on the back, giving you an attaboy or or attagirl or whatever term you're using. The, it comes in compensation, comes in, you know, surrounding you and giving you the best opportunities to succeed, right? I mean, respect goes all over the place. For Antonio Brown, it appears that there were a number of things missing in those pillars to where he wasn't feeling like he was given proper credit, attribution for things, and didn't feel like he was part of that Steeler and valued by the Steelers organization. At least that's how, outside looking in, you can kind of read this from where I
4: sit. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Bayer. This is Fox Sports Sunday here on Fox Sports Radio. Find us on Twitter. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. Mike, they can get you at. Find me over at Swollen Dome. We'll be talking with Aaron Torres in about 15 minutes or so, breaking down what's happening in college basketball. because There are a couple of things that I just think are interesting that I, I quickly want to touch on before we get to hot takes and sausage. Mm-hmm. Last night, I mentioned Murray State beating Belmont in the OVC final. Summit League quarterfinals, South Dakota State, the top seed, loses to Western Illinois. Mike Dom, one of the bigger, uh, small college players, if you will, from a non power league, a name that was known around college basketball and a team that made the dance last year, ousted in the first round of the conference tournament. I find it interesting, Mike, because when these things happen, then the conversation comes up well, it's not fair to South Dakota State. It's, a, you know, they had a great season and and look at all that they did during the regular season, and now they're not going to get an opportunity to to go to the NCAA tournament because they lost one game. If that wasn't the case, March wouldn't be what it is. And that is what makes March so crazy is the madness. If you had all these fail-safes and opportunities for teams to uh, just you know have have a good regular season – and then if you lose in the conference tournament, don't worry, you're going to be in any way. We're going to put the regular season. Conference tournaments wouldn't matter. You wouldn't have any madness. This is what makes the madness. And that's what drives me absolutely nuts is to see, like, oh, it's not fair. You know what? That's the playing field. That's what makes it so crazy. You still need to win the tournament. I don't care how great the, the regular season is. You get the advantage of playing the worst team in the league or one of the worst teams That's what the regular season is for, and if you can't get it done, your path to the championship game and winning the championship should be easier than all the other teams that have to deal with in your conference. If you don't have that, you don't have the madness.
5: You lost to the Western Illinois Leathernecks who have 10 wins on the season. Ostensibly, Dan, when we're talking about these conference tournaments and not when we're looking at the ACC or whatever else, but when we're looking at the Summit League and whatever, trying to get your automatic bid... You're, this is a microcosm of what you're trying to do in the NCAA tournament, right? Mm-hmm. You're trying to be the one to spring the upset come Selection Sunday and beyond. You've got to guard against that. So you you had your test and you got upset. You don't belong <laughs> yeah. in the big dance to go and get drummed by somebody else. I'm sorry, you had you went twenty four and eight. That's fantastic. There there's a reason. There's things and the strata of different conferences and playing playing it out. Every game has to have that meaning for conference tournaments. And so now Western Illinois gets to be potentially that Cinderella team that runs runs in, right? I mean, I don't know. I for for the look, we love nicknames and the Jackrabbits are fun. But yeah, you you had your chance to try to make the dance and become one of those teams we talk about. Uh good luck. Yeah. See you next
4: year. Sorry, cake sucks without sugar. Okay, it does. And so, so True. yeah. So if you if you if you don't have that, if you don't have this, you're not going to have the greatness of it all. And that's you heard a lot about that last night. I know Belmont's sitting on the bubble of what they're going to try to. We'll dive into all that. But you have to for the for the non-power leagues. Yeah, for the ACC and the Big Ten, honestly, big deal. Whatever you yeah. got, a bunch of teams
5: yep. going. You may get one more that's on the bubble. Whatever for these. Here's your chance. You know what you know what you're going in for when the season begins, yep. we not only have to dominate the regular season, we have to win our conference tournament. That's it. You you know the parameters going in. It's not changed in all these years of basketball that's never changed. Finish the job. By the way, the racers racing into yes. the tournament. I mean, just like Antonio Brown is racing
4: to Oakland. <laughs> He's my carman. I'm Dan Bayer. Let's serve up some hot takes and sausage. Vincent Close is our executive producer. Alex Teicher, at the big A, taking over as our technical producer. What's happening, fellas? Good morning, gentlemen. we're, hey. we're a third of the way through March. What's up, big A?
3: Top of the morning to you, Dan,
4: Mike. How about Vince and America? America. What do we got? Tied up at right. one apiece right now in the the scoreboard. That Mike and I like to debate topics. It's one one, right? We are. It is to- all knotted all up right. at one.
6: So last hour, you guys were talking about LeBron and the Lakers and all of the uh, minutes restrictions, shutting down guys and and everything else with going on in L.A. There are 16 games left in the season. A lot of big key matchups like you guys discussed. How many wins do the Lakers get in these final 16 games?
4: Okay. I'll, do you want me to go first? Go, go ahead, have, Dan. A big fat two. Okay, they're going to go 2-14 and 14 the rest of the way. And not to make it NFL schedule release radio. Oh, please do. The Come schedule. on. The fact of the matter is we've talked so much about how difficult the Lakers' schedule is down the stretch. They also have a road trip coming up. That's going to send them to Milwaukee and Toronto as part of the five-game streak. Got a game <laughs> against the Bulls on Tuesday, but I, the Bulls seem to have some fight in them. The, the Bulls mm-hmm. are going to win that game. So when you start going down, you're, then you start looking at the home games. Maybe a win against Washington, and then I'm giving them a win against the Pelicans in New Orleans. Outside of that, I don't think that the Lakers, yeah, the Lakers are going to lose at home to Brooklyn. They're going to lose at home to Sacramento. They go 2-14 and 14 the rest of the way.
5: All right, I'm going to give him those those wins that you have, Dan. But I'm going to add one more. Uh, that LeBron part of that five games is uh, in New York, so he'll show oh, up against okay. against the Knicks. That's that's where he's going to get over. James Dolan will fight with some more paying customers. Uh, but yeah, six of their next seven games are on the road, so it's like a LeBron. Hey, let me come and do a wave because I mean that's those are look at look at some of these opponents. Those are the only tickets they're selling. Hey, sure. LeBron's coming to town. It's like the Clippers ads used to be here years ago. What? Hey,
4: come see Michael Jordan. <laughs> What's amazing is if you look on the secondary ticket market for that road trip that they've got—games in Chicago, Toronto, Detroit, New York, and Milwaukee—the highest price ticket is the Knicks game. Yeah, at two oh eight right now on the secondary market. Jeez get in of 208 uh no you could, thanks you can see him play the Raptors for 105 bucks you can see him play the bucks for 36. 36. yeah it's a weeknight but still 36 bucks yeah where are your fans Dan buyer <laughs> I just they don't want to see the Lakers its it's it's sold out they just don't want to see the Lakers wow yeah that's hard but yeah I I'll, I'll go
5: to I'll go to three. And I, I say so with no confidence whatsoever.
6: <laughs> what do you got, Vince? Well, I like the uh, the no confidence, but much like in golf, I had it set at zero.
2: <laughs> so All right. the
6: lowest score will take it this week. Dan Beyer, you win round, round three. I'm telling that.
4: you guys, and I'm sorry to sound like a broken record, this is the issue with tanking is the Lakers have so many games against good teams that it's going to affect the playoff seating for those good teams, and it's just it's such an issue with the NBA. It isn't about it isn't about watching the Lakers and Knicks, Mike, on Sunday afternoon, which that will be a nationally televised game a week from today. It's not about that. It's not about going to Toronto and and giving those teams something to see, or going to maybe having the home game against Washington. You've got at the end of the month. There are always games that just didn't matter at the end of the NBA's regular season. Uh, For the beginning of the uh, from the beginning of time, when two teams that were eliminated from the playoffs played at the end of the year, didn't matter. Didn't matter then. It doesn't matter now. The point is, is when you're playing teams that are competitive and you're just not trying at all, it affects seating. It affects who's going to get home court. That's the biggest issue, which I wish Adam Silver and the NBA would talk about instead of saying players are unhappy. Figure out how tanking actually affects how you determine an NBA champion because it does have those rippled-out effects.
5: There you go. Next six games against Eastern Conference opponents. As you say, Dan, uh, jockeying for position. There may not be a lot of drama in the West, but certainly for the Eastern Conference, we've got that rolling along. I mean, one piece of news, I mean, it's just a, a little snippet, is I guess Joel Embiid will actually play. Yeah, going to try good day. To it a right, go. we talked about that the other day. I ranted a bit earlier. Uh, my blood pressure is better now that that I don't have to worry about. that.
4: <laughs> Question is, can he make it through the game? Tonight?
5: Well, that look, there's got to be bets on his minutes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's now become, in essence, I don't want to say it's a must win, but if the Sixers win this, you pull even with Indiana. If not, you fall two games back for that three spot. And you want it. Not only do you want the home court for sure you want to avoid Boston if you're Philadelphia. There and you that's go. the key right now is the Celtics, winners of their last three, just a half game back of Philadelphia. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. I guess I, if we would have said negative one, it would have been closer to Vince's, and then that person would have Oh, won. if you could yeah. have given
5: that, no, that'd be
4: good. <laughs> just like the four Super Bowls the Steelers are going to win in the next three years that we had earlier today. Coming all math. I'm losing on all the math. Coming up next, is the inconceivable, actually conceivable, will the ACC get three number one seeds in the NCAA tournament? We'll answer that question. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Bayer. This is Fox Sports Sunday.
3: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
0: we all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner what new roads are left to be discovered what adventures lie just over the next ridge push beyond your current limits and find out a nissan rogue nissan pathfinder or nissan armada will take you there where the road leads you, and even where the off-road takes you. If you're taking on your adventure in a new 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is your always-updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without even the need to connect your phone google assistant google maps and google play store are built right into the 12.3 inch hd touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 nissan rogue every one of nissan's suvs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go the world is waiting to be discovered what are you waiting for learn more at nissanusa.com
9: at farmer's insurance we know every windshield collision has a unique sound beetle bird poop drone seen it covered it talk to farmers we
10: are farmers bum, 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 bum. underwritten by farmers truck fire insurance exchanges and affiliates products not available in every state
9: fox
2: sports sunday
9: here on fox
4: sports radio he's mike Harmon. i'm dan Byer. you can always reach us on twitter i'm at dan Byer on fox mike they can get you at find me over at swollen dome you can get our next guest at Aaron underscore Torres, Fox Sports Radio host and college hoops insider. Aaron Torres joins us here to talk the madness that is college basketball this time of year. Morning, Aaron, how you doing? Hey, fellas, how we doing? Everybody good? We we're as good as we can with the one less hour of sleep. I know not everybody in the United States got it, but most most everyone did. Those who maybe had a little too much fun just didn't have as much time to have fun, <laughs> but yeah. So we're 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 getting along here on this morning. How are you, how are you doing with the time change? Yeah, all right.
13: Yeah, no. My 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 radio partner Arnie Spanier was doing the show from the future last night. I mean, it was Saturday, but it was really Sunday, and it was like one o'clock. But then it was
4: three. I mean, that <laughs>
13: man is always confused, but like he was extra
4: confused last night. It's pretty simple. When it <laughs> when it's two o'clock, it just jumps to three. That's it. It's as simple as that. That's all that's all it is is it as simple as three acc teams are now going to get number one seeds in the ncaa tournament after what's transpired in the sec and what happened with zion now coming back for duke can the acc get three number one seeds
13: uh it's a great question i mean i think it's more likely than ever um i do still think it depends on what happens in the sec tournament i'm a believer that if Tennessee, and, and to a smaller degree, I, I still think Kentucky I mean, look, Kentucky has a head-to-head win over North Carolina. They have some really good wins. Uh, I think at this point it would take either of them winning the SEC tournament, and what's crazy about the SEC tournament is much like the ACC tournament, the matchup that everybody wants to see is in the semifinal. It's Tennessee and Kentucky uh, as the two and three seeds, much like Duke and North Carolina in the ACC. So um, I'm not ready to go there yet, and I also think, by the way, it depends on what Duke and Carolina do too. I mean, Coach K, now he's claiming that Zion's going to be back for the ACC tournament. I don't know that i buy it. Um, And if he's not back, look, they are a pretty average team, especially by ACC standards. Without him, North Carolina probably still needs to pick up a couple wins as well. So, right now, I'd say it feels like, honestly, about 50-50 that that the ACC could get three. But as weird as it sounds, this is one of those years where I think there's still a lot to be Decided. Probably Virginia is the only team that is definitively locked up a number one going into this week.
5: Fantastic stuff coming this next week as we get into our conference tournaments. But with that, always uh, a bit on the coaching side that we have to keep keep an eye on, Aaron. And you know, we we celebrate Izzo, we celebrate what's going on. But I know you lost your mind over LSU's decision uh, to suspend Wade. So I give you the uh, the the microphone to to. You know, as a, as a journalist, as a guy that's covered this sport as long as you have, is there enough? It, it seemed like you know, yeah, you've got this wiretap, you've got a phone call. At least for now, wouldn't you let it play out? Wouldn't you ride with your guy and then what, let the chips fall where they may?
13: Well, I would, and, and look, part of it is, you know, when I did all my reaction stuff, my videos, my podcast, it was before this report that, that Will Wade refused to meet with the administration, which, uh, you know, that's that's probably not a good look. I mean, you should probably meet with sure. your boss when he calls you in. Um, but, you know, my argument is this, is, first of all, it was around this time last year that ESPN reported that they had Sean Miller on a wiretap with, uh, uh, setting up a payment for DeAndre Agan, and that became 100% false. And, And so this is a different deal. I I believe that the Yahoo guys have everything in line. Frankly, I believe that they have heard that wiretap. But in, in LSU's specific case, a couple things. First of all... There's, no, there's direct references to offer, but there's no proof in that, that transcript that a NCA violation occurred. We all can put two and two together. You don't need to be Nancy Drew. We can figure it out that it probably happened, but there's no definitive proof. They also don't name the player by name. They, could, they reference it as that smart thing, and they have a kid with the last name Smart, Javante Smart, but it's, hard to, it's not definitive that he's in it. But the third thing is, it goes back to what I said a minute ago. It is still, in fact, just a report, and so when I look at it from that perspective, you know we've had a lot of stuff submitted as evidence in trials. We have texts from Bill Self, the head coach at Kansas, uh, saying saying to an Adidas rep, "I got to get me some dudes. Uh, you got to get me some <laughs> dudes." That that was submitted as evidence in trial. This is just a report from Yahoo. And so to me, I just think LSU took this step. I, I thought they were a bit... Uh proactive i guess you know which is a good thing but it's also again it's just a report and the problem is these guys you know these these trials don't start back up again until the end of april and so when you suspend your head coach i don't think there's going to be enough to unsuspend him and you're in the middle of a chance you have a real chance to win a national championship and i just think that that for them to suspend him it's just it's just not the move that i would have made
4: Aaron Torres joining us here on Fox Sports Sunday. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer talking college hoops. You can hear Aaron Saturday nights with Arnie Spanier, 11 o'clock Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. So was last night's Sean Miller swan song in Tucson? Because it sure sounded like it when he addressed the fan saying it had been a great 10 years. Is the Sean Miller era in Arizona going to be over for one reason or another?
13: Yeah, it was. It's a great question, Dan. You know, look, you go. You know, I have buddies in the media out in Tucson. They claim he makes some variation of that speech every year, thanking the fans after the last home game. But you know how it is on on social media and with local media guys. They're going to defend the school and the program. I'll just say without any, you know, inside knowledge or anything, that felt like a guy that doesn't expect to be there next year. And, again, it's, it's what I said a minute ago with LSU and Will Wade. Uh, you know, he is expected to be – he has been subpoenaed. He's expe- expected to appear, appear on the witness stand In these trials on April 22nd, and as we all know, um, you know, when you're on trial, when you're on the witness stand, you have to put your hand on the Bible, and if you lie under oath, you could serve jail time, and so I think Sean Miller knows that once he goes on that witness stand, it all could come crashing down. Because of that, I think that that was his chance last night to to say thank you. In case it is over, uh, I'm with you, Dan. I, it just felt like one of those Arizona fans will say he makes that speech every year. It it's never really sounded like that before, if you know what I mean. Feeling
5: different in a, in a lot of ways, Aaron. When we get back on the court here, you know I know you were a big Tennessee guy following you here on, on Twitter and and certainly the conversations that we've had. Uh, as people start thinking about their junior bracketology a few days out, uh, we're, we're a week away. We're, give me one or two teams that, that are flying under the radar that, that you think could make some noise.
13: Well, you know what I always say about it is this, Mike: is everyone always claims, oh, the, you know, you'll, you'll hear on ESPN or whatever uh, bracket show you watch, oh, it's so wide open this year. It really isn't. No. If you go through history, <laughs> no, like like if you go through history, I, I did this like thought exercise the other day. I think it's like the last twelve years we've had nine national champions that were one seeds two of the years it was my UConn Huskies when they had Kemba Walker and Shabazz Napier that weren't one seeds, And so you basically go through tournament history. Every year, the team that wins the national championship is either a number one seed or has the best player in the tournament. And so when you ask me who I think, like, like in terms of who can pull off an upset, what, you know, there's going to be plenty of teams. And, you know, you and I, the three of us, I'm sure, will discuss, uh, you know, in future weeks, who are sure. those teams. But like, I, I think that in terms of winning it, honestly, man, I think it's I think it's the teams that you think it is. I think it's Duke if if they're fully healthy. I think it's Gonzaga who remains the only team that's beaten Duke at full strength. I really, you know, I, I've been about as critical of anybody with Virginia. I really think Virginia. This could be the year. I mean, this is they're averaging. uh, You know, their their scoring is significantly up, and that's always been their problem in the past. Mm -hmm. To go along with, you know, their always stout defense. Now, look, you know, it's always hard to say until you see what the bracket actually looks like. But like, I think it's going to be one of those obvious teams: North Carolina, Tennessee, as you referenced, maybe Kentucky. But but the idea that like. you know, some seven seed is going to come out of nowhere and win this, like, it's just probably not going to happen. Now, if we want to talk teams that can make a surprise run to the Sweet 16, maybe even the Final Four, that's a different story. But but as you get set to fill out your bracket, just remember, it's almost always a number one seed unless you've got the best player in the tournament. And guess what? The best player in the tournament probably is going to play for a number one seed this year.
4: Aaron Torres joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Find him on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Do you feel sorry for South Dakota State at all, the top seed losing in the hmm. Summit League quarterfinals last night? Because this was – Mike and I talked about this a little bit. Is there any – you feel bad for the, the Jackrabbits at all for losing in that quarterfinal match or game?
13: Yeah, it's it's weird because, it, you know, I'm, I'm going to be the only person to ever say this on Fox Sports Radio. I was thinking about South Dakota State last night.
12: <laughs> and uh,
5: listen – Hey, we talked about them, so we had to think about them for a few
13: minutes. No, I'll say, you know, it, it just felt like for a team that's made three straight tournaments, they have one of the, the best, you know, scores in the history of college basketball. It felt like a really kind of weird, quiet year for them where uh, usually you have a showcase game or, you know, you're playing at Kansas or whatever, and it just felt like they were totally off the radar all year. And so, you know, do I feel like, look, do I feel bad for them? Yes, of course I feel bad for them. Um But I also like I mean I I, listen, I'm you know, Dan, you and I have talked about this when we've done shows together. I'm a creature of habit. I like these conference tournaments. But yeah, like I do think it sucks to a degree that you, you're the best team in a conference for two, two-and-a-half, three months, and none of it matters if you have a bad week. I'll tell you a quick side story. I won't name the coach, but there's a really prominent mid-major coach out there right now, and I remember having lunch with him one time, and it was right before the season started. And you know, I said, oh, you know, how do you feel about your squad? He said, man, you know, well, honestly, I feel good, but it all comes down to a weekend in March, right? And like, like his whole thing was, I don't really care if I have, like, like, it's great that I have the best team on paper in September, but none of it matters if I don't win my conference tournament. And he was, in fact, in one of these leagues where only the conference tournament champion was going to get in the NCAA tournament. So, I think, you know, it's, it's a brutal way to live your life. By the way, this is also why, and I know both you guys follow me, but I've been such an advocate to get these mid-major teams in over the 16 and 14 Big Ten or Pac-12 or Big East teams, because I just think it's so hard to bring your A game every single night. For three, three and a half months in conference play, um, especially by the way, when you're a South Dakota State, when you're at Gonzaga, when you're in Nevada, when you're getting everybody's best shot, and so uh, that's a long-winded way of me saying that I love this system, I love the urgency and energy and excitement of championship week. But yeah, I do feel bad for South Dakota State. I will feel bad. I would have felt, you know, I actually feel bad for the, the loser of Murray State Belmont last night because I think those two teams are two of the 68 best teams, and now. Belmont could be out so to answer your question I do feel bad but I also love this system just the way
4: it is. I, I can understand some sympathy and empathy for Belmont for getting to the championship game. To me this is what makes March March and yep. if you take that aspect out of it if you take it upset in the quarterfinals then it's not March anymore. If South Dakota well, State already had had a spot locked up in the NCAA tournament or re- would get that bid, we're not as excited about w- what yeah, we're going to get. Re-
13: real quick, I know you guys got to get to the update here. I'll, uh, I'll leave you on this: is you know this is the same argument that we have with college football. Like like everyone just thinks that oh, just expand the playoff; it's going to solve all your problems. And there are unintended consequences. Like part of what makes college football it's such a great point, Dan. Like part of what makes college football college football is every single week matters. And if you have teams, like, quote-unquote, clinching a bit in the playoffs uh, in college football in the middle of November, like, I don't know that that helps college football, even if it, in theory, helps the playoffs. And I'm with you, Dan, is if we, you know, like... I, I, I don't know. Like I love March the way it is, and like you said, it's what makes March March, and you know it's what's going to make us all uh, tune in here over the next couple weeks.
4: You can tune in to Aaron Torres and Arnie Spanier Saturday nights at 11 o'clock Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Find him as well on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. We appreciate it. We'll do it again soon, Aaron. Thanks. All right, guys. Thank you for having me. Have a good morning. Appreciate it. See you, buddy. There'll be a bunch of automatic bids handed out today. Arch Madness wraps up in St. Louis. Bradley against Northern Iowa in that Missouri Valley Conference. Basketball game. all day, Dan. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Sports Sunday. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. They were doling out some punishment last night in New York City. We'll tell you about that after Kevin Figures gives us the latest of what's happening. Hello, Kevin. Hello, guys. We have a big news coming out of the NFL this morning.
11: Pittsburgh Steelers trading disgruntled receiver Antonio Brown to Oakland for third and fifth round picks in this April's draft. The Raiders will also give Brown a three-year $50 million contract extension with about $30 million of it being guaranteed. Steelers, by the way, on the hook for more than $20 million of dead money against their salary cap for the 2019 season. Last night in the NBA, Kyrie Irving scored 30 points for the Celtics. They They've won three games in a row after a 120-107 to 107 win over the Lakers. Boston now one game back of the Sixers in the loss column for the three seed in the East. Meanwhile, the Lakers lost their fifth in a row despite LeBron James' 80th career triple-double. Elsewhere, Portland beat the Suns at Phoenix with the bu- while the Bucks hammered the Hornets. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now, you can owe the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience in college hoops as you guys were just discussing. North Carolina with a victory over Duke 7. 79-70, they clinch a share of the ACC regular season title with Virginia. Texas Tech beats Iowa State, so they take the top seat in the Big 12 tournament. Michigan State and LSU with victories as well. Back to Mike and Dan
9: in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to Farmers.
11: We
10: are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, truck, fire insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state.
11: Back to the madness that is Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon.
4: Thank you very much, Kevin. We appreciate it. Glad to have you with us here on Fox Sports Sunday. Again, find us on Twitter. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. You can find Mike at Swollen Dome. Uh, Mike found something yesterday that started to make its rounds throughout the sporting world. And it's nothing that happened at Madison Square Garden, it was actually what happened while well, in the stands at MSG involving Knicks owner James Dolan, Mike, and uh, let's hear the audio of the exchange that James Dolan had with a fan after a fan yelled, well, sell the team. Here it is. Sell the
11: team! Anything so I can sell, sell the team? Want to not come to any more games? What? That's rude. That's an opinion. I yeah, know
2: it's not an opinion. And you know I Enjoy watching them on TV.
4: There it is. Yeah! yeah you, you see that yesterday. What pops into your mind? Wow, he's really gone mad.
5: He's going to start banning anybody that's heckling him. <laughs> now, according to the report, and this came off TMZ right away, The there were a number of other fans getting after him and, and going after Dolan, but this guy, loudest, I mean, you see how clearly, like there's nobody yelling over the top, right? He's,
4: nobody's there. Wait, well, everybody's gone. They watched <laughs> yeah. another
5: loss and they left, but... You know, you hear very clearly the sell the team. So he gets angry, comes over, uh, and witnesses told TMZ two cops and security came over to ID and questioned him before asking him to leave. And now it's the question of, well, is he banned forever? MSG responded to TMZ with, quote, Our policy is and will continue to be that if you're disrespectful to anyone in our venues, we will ask you not to return. Anyone? I'm go- I'm going out on a limb that I could curse you out for e- eating some of my nachos you didn't pay for. <laughs> it's James
4: Dolan. Don't heckle the boss. Number one, I've always wondered how they enforced banning a fan for life.
5: I don't know. The NFL seems to be trying to do it with a certain blog. Well,
4: well, yeah, but the, the, like that face is known, right? Like, are you going to really know this guy yeah, if no. he just gets a ticket? <laughs> You know, to a game next year. He can wear one of those blonde fake mustaches we I've, were giving away. I've never walked into a, an arena where it just had an entire board of faces of people that can't go into the stadium because of the antics that have gotten them banned from that arena. I will say this. At least James Dolan put his money where his mouth is. Like they're like, if you're an NBA player, you can't chime back at fans. It's bad look. But the fans can say whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Because they know they have the protection. And I know, I I, I I understand all that's come with it. He's put an awful product on the floor. But this is also a guy that had Charles Oakley kicked out. Yeah. The the fact of the matter is, is, you know what? If you say something, sometimes it comes back to to maybe bite you. Or you get some unintended consequences. We were just talking with Aaron Torres. Dolan Dolan used his power. He owns the team. He can do what he wants if you're going to say stuff like that. No matter no matter how poorly he runs the team, you know? And if you're that mad, don't go. Steve eh, was was able to stand up and say something about it. Here's
5: the thing, you've also already watched the bad product. The game's over. <laughs> yes. you, Why are you Andy, still there? Andy got your money or whoever bought your ticket. So he's won. And if you don't want to come, he's, he'll, someone else is waiting for that ticket. It's the garden. Yeah. Right. No matter how bad the product is, people may not show up and fill it to capacity. But those tickets are sold. He's not worried about that. But just in life in general, right? We always talk First Amendment, but it's freedom of speech. But remember, there are repercussions to things that you say. Right? It's the uh, Ice Tea, freedom of speech. Just watch what the, you say was an album.
4: The fan Ooh. was saying what millions of Knicks fans felt Sure. And James Dolan sent that message not to just that fan, but he sent that to the millions of fans. He might as to well stay home and watch it on TV. Then, if you don't like it,
5: right? And, and they own that network yes. too, yes. so he's still getting yeah. your money.
4: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Yep. Yeah. 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 I. I mean, I. I. I didn't like the look. It was awkward. It was weird. Then they're like, "Hey, security, you know, they're like, Joe's got him. You know, bring." Bring Joel, whatever the case is. He didn't bring him into a back room like yeah. a mob uh, movie. It, it was it was it was it was uncomfortable. It was it was weird. And in the same breath of saying, like I understand Dolan saying it, he's saying it to the millions of Knicks fans, and that's what's that's what's not good. Well, not, not good fact, at all.
5: Yeah, and the fact he's still left going to the
4: games, right? Give yeah. him some credit. He's
5: still putting his face in the yeah. stands. I'm watching this Drek with you. You don't think I know
4: this is bad? <laughs> What what do you guys think about the doling out some punishment line? You think that's good? You like it? Yeah. uh, yeah. I'm a fan. Yes, all right. I like that a lot. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. That's a good one. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. The student body at the University of Illinois has spoken. And they hate otters. We'll
9: explain next here on Fox. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to
2: Farmers. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum,
10: bum. Underwritten by Farmers, truck fire insurance, exchanges and affiliates. Products not available in every state. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Sports
4: Sunday. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app and Sirius XM channel 83. There's College Hoops today playing a big role. A couple of automatic bids being handed out. NBA Pacers, Sixers, one of the marquee games on the schedule. And then you've got golf. Yes, Rory McIlroy just a shot back at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. So I'll have my eye on that as well. Mike Harmon has his eye on a lot of things, including an Iron Man suit and so much more in this week's bag of fun. Oh, yeah, you've always got uh, a lot of fun.
5: We'll start with the University of Illinois. Uh, down in Champaign-Urbana. Remember, Chief Illini was officially retired on campus in 2007, cultural sensitivity. And so the Illini have been, well, rudderless, without the mascot, so they keep trying to come up with different proposals and and initiatives. This year, it all came down to Alma Otter. Yes, (laughs) A-L-M-A-O-T-T-E-R, Alma Otter. And I just thought it was the most absurd thing I'd heard. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. It was narrowly defeated. Oh. The f- they had a final vote count of 3,510 in favor of Alma Otter and 3,807 against. That's... Otter now has its own face. I guess it will still be an unofficial uh, mascot. But it, cr- it was created by as a joke by three students and again, gained it online. They said, sure, let's put it on the ballot for the spring student election. And the vote was only advisory uh, to the administration. Uh, I'm a little disappointed, but hopefully this sparks conversation within the campus community, said their student government vice president. As someone who sat on student government for two years while I was at Northwestern, I really wish something like this could have come. Not that I want to get rid of Willie the Wildcat. No, no. I mean, in the 60s, they wanted to be the Purple Haze. Really? Is that? What oh, yeah. It? No, there's... They were the fighting Methodists all the way back. Like, there's a lot that's gone into the naming. Willie the Wildcat now being the standard. We we had to vote on a lot of other things and some really weighty things in my two years uh, at Northwestern. But having a, a, a poll and deciding
4: whether an otter was going to be your mascot, not bad. I think to have an otter would be great because for as many of the crazy names that we now see in minor league baseball and different teams, I can't recall... Any teams featuring an otter, right? No. Like, like, I don't nothing, think so. Nothing at all. And then if your child went to Illinois, you could be an otter pop.
5: Oh, but think about <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sorry.
5: Oh, you got the Evansville Otters, hmm. evidently, uh West Division of the Independent Frontier League. Okay. <laughs> there we go. There you uh, go. That's no, how that's how a... deep you gotta you gotta pull maybe, deep for that one, Dan. Maybe somewhat same region, if you will. There you go. Fox Sports Sunday. Reminder, Dan and I brought to you by Discover. Discover alerts you if they find your social security number on any of one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. You can sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations do apply. Now, the other story, as you mentioned, Dan, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie at SD... Well, at s Dinwiddie underscore twenty five, he's got the SD uh, capitalized. He wants to build himself a fully functioning Iron Man suit after he retires. This uh, was part of a podcast <laughs> conversation, and he said he's going to take the engineering courses. He's going to assemble a team. Look, if he gets to uh, enough, uh, you know, big contract money, maybe he can he can build it. And he says he quote won't weaponize it. Unless the apocalypse seems near, this is kind of like uh, Captain Marvel okay. in theaters now. Uh, they didn't want to call on her much of the time, but then you know Fury had no choice in Sam Jackson pressing the
4: button. Well, I was going to say if you uh, need to add weapons when the apocalypse arrives, then it's too late. So he's got a decision to make. Well, you got to build it in prep, right? Yeah. But you don't want to. But
5: it's got to be weaponized. You got to spend the money. Yeah, yeah, I think you at, have le- to. at least
4: it's two suits, Dan. <laughs> How long do you think that would just, would, would, would the helmet be a separate piece? I've only seen Iron Man 2. I haven't seen the first one. There's There were three, right? And then there were, yeah. And then
5: he's been in a, a million yeah. other movies. And, and Robert Downey Jr. brilliantly getting part of the back end of all this stuff. Sure. Because he took a, a smaller salary initially and... Got paid, and oh. well, it became billions upon billions of dollars. Good job by him. That's heads up. That's, yeah, I know. <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah, way, yeah. way to go back to the helmet. Yeah, because right now, Dinwiddie's only making
4: uh, 1.6, and I know it's tough to say, hey, only 1.6. Yeah. That's not well, getting it done. No, but he got that new contract. He kicks in next year. He got a got an extension, so he can't afford that Iron yeah, Man suit. I Good mean, l- we'll see if he gets there. <laughs> Good luck with that on the New York subway. Yeah. That- <laughs> Right, that's, that's, Well, he'll be left alone. Yeah, yeah, he probably, it, I'll say what. Hey, is Comic-Con in town? Probably blends in just as much as anything else you'd see. <laughs> He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Sports Sunday. You, if you ever miss the show, just go to iTunes. Subscribe to Fox Sports Radio Weekends. You can download the show every single week. And not only our show, if you miss any of the other great programming here on Fox, you can download it as well. Antonio Brown is in the silver and black but will they be back atop the AFC West? We talk about it next. A happy Sunday to you, and it's a happy Sunday for Raider fans who now have a new wide receiver in Antonio Brown. As is we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Mike, when we thought Antonio Brown was going to Buffalo on Thursday night into Friday morning, we discussed on how maybe the Better trades are the ones that you don't make. And that's where I looked at things for the Oakland Raiders is saying, you're in a division with Phillip Rivers and now Patrick Mahomes for the next 10 years. So what do you want to do? You want to try to outscore Patrick Mahomes? You want to try to bring him down? And now the Raiders going offensively at the time, I loved it as the deal that they didn't make. Down they end up making it. I'm not sure how much better this makes the Oakland Raiders.
5: Well, the presumption was also, though, Dan, that you'd have to give up a bounty, a big bounty to get him. And you didn't. You gave up a third to fifth, right? If two of those, like four picks, right? They got four picks in the top 35. If two of those vanish, you know, to go with our Marvel theme from the Dinwiddie story, if you missed it, get the podcast up on iTunes after the show. Um, You know, he went Thanos. So, you know, half of it disappears. Uh, if two of those picks had disappeared, then maybe it's it's different. And, and the, it plays that way. But now, assuming Mayock and Gruden look at the draft, as I think we all have, of being defense heavy in that first round, they may still get to have the, the, the cake and eat it too, Dan.
4: Here's what I, this is what bothers me, and when we see this on social media, and I'm, there's there's a lot of stuff that happens in sports that bothers me, and then there's the separate aspect of what you see on Twitter.
5: Sure, with Twitter, and, what seven percent of our population yet yeah, directs thought all yeah, over.
4: But I'm just wondering if this is a reflection. And I see a lot of a lot of kudos being given to Mike Mayock and John Gruden and the Raiders for doing that sort of deal when they were the only ones in town that wanted to do that deal or Antonio Brown only had a select few teams that he wanted to go to, how much credit do they really deserve? They just happen to be fortunate enough to be in the spot to be able to make a deal. Does Brandon Bean get less credit because Antonio Brown didn't want to go there and they didn't want to give him the money that he would want to play in Buffalo? I don't think so. I think that's being a, you know, a decent general manager. This for for not having the offers that you would need to – have you know to to be able to make a deal or to negotiate with other teams? I'm sorry, I just to, I'm not bending over backwards to say way to go Mayock, way to go Gruden when they're the only place that he really could have gone. Like I just don't. I great job in 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 setting up your team in a certain way, but because you get this deal done because nobody else wanted to give up a second or third rounder for him. It's the, to me, it's it's just kind of. You kind of fall into that one if you're the Raiders. No, that's just
5: it. You didn't you you answered the phone or you picked up the phone one last time and and you know stayed with it. I mean, how many teams dropped off thinking the compensation was going to need to be a lot more and maybe just never reengaged and started turning their attention to evaluating would be free agents or going back to the draft and coming out of the combine. I mean, you got a number of teams that I'm sure the Steelers. Would have chosen to not deal with unless it was just an overwhelming offer. I know we had Ed Bichette on uh, from the Post Gazette in Pittsburgh earlier, saying, "Hey, they would have dealt him to Cleveland for a one." I don't know that I necessarily believe that full out. I, I don't. I don't think they're keeping him in division if they can help mm-hmm. it, with so many potential years left on his deal,
4: especially that division. Right. You know, like, I mean, they all they, they all hate, hate each, each, other. each other.
5: Right. So, like, go on down the line. I mean, how many teams were scared off after I watched him say, I don't need football? And football and deriding, yeah. you know, what it means to him. And, look, everybody's got their own motivations. I'm not saying that. Certainly, you know, some guys are about how many rings they can put up and they're going to give their body up every day until that's the case while thinking about their family's paychecks, etc. Others, it's where can I get the most money? The other is the money slash celebrity of a, am I in a market that matters, that people are not just me, but, you know, for, so for Oakland and Las Vegas, yeah, that's going to be on the everybody's radar the next couple of years. So certainly a, a place, and when you talk about no uh, state income tax eventually, it'll offset <laughs> what he loses going to California here short term. But it's it's just interesting you know, everybody patting themselves on the back either for the Raiders or for calling it. Once it went didn't go down with Buffalo, there were a few destinations that were on the board, and yeah. I'm not an insider, but there were very few places
4: where it made sense if, to go looking for Antonio if, Brown. If the price was a three and a five, and that was the final price, then that tells you everything that you know. I just I, and. You know what? If you're a Raider fan, you should be excited. Like you should be super stoked for what has happened with your team. I'm not trying to poo-poo that at all. The point is, is just when we're giving credit to the moves that the Raiders front office did, well, there were twenty some other teams in the National Football League that didn't think that Antonio Brown was worth it, either because of the draft pick comp- compensation or because of the salary that they would play or or pay or. His attitude and Antonio Brown, the guy, yep. and what he was going to bring
5: week seventeen played a big, big part, and I think a lot of this deflating the value, Dan, of if he's willing to miss that, telling you he doesn't necessarily need football. You know, it, the groundswell of support from ex players and others, thinking that he would end up in Pittsburgh over the last forty-eight hours before this deal came down, well, it was really starting to grow quite a bit, and when you think about. You know, the, the shifts that we've seen in the NBA. Now it, it, that conversation opens up. How many other players want to do this? You got a lot of wide receivers that are gonna be looking for new deals here in the next year or two. A, we talked fantasy the other night. You got six or seven of those guys that are coming up on contracts already. So uh you may have a, a shift in the way business is done here as well. He's Mike Harmon. Find
4: him on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm Dan Bayer. Find me on Twitter at at Dan Byer on Fox. And if you want to get a look at the Raiders new logo, again, yeah. I, 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 uh, I I, gave you a sneak peek last night on Twitter. So go ahead and take that look at the uh, new Raiders logo for 2019. It's too soon, bro. Well No, it's not. It's here and it's here to stay. <laughs> Let's serve up some hot takes and sausage for the final time on this Sunday, March 10th. Two to one is the score. I have a slight lead over Mike Harmon. Vincent Close is our executive producer. Throws up a topic for Mike and I to discuss. And then Vince gets to pick a winner. Alex Teichert's our technical producer. Hanging out as well. What's happening, fellas?
6: Get up! Let's do yeah. this. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Come on. It's too soon for the Steelers stuff, Dan. It's too oh, soon for Oh, too soon. I, yeah. I want that logo. Didn't I
4: you say goodbye to him like a month ago?
6: Well, like a year ago. I was already yeah. tired of him. Look, but...
4: Vince Vince is ready to buy a t-shirt.
6: I'm I, in. You want I, me to get that I, up? I'm in, me... I'm in on that t-shirt by with the, way, the uh, golden mustache. By the way,
4: it was uh, courtesy of Microsoft Paint. Nice. Yes. You yes. went old school with that one. <laughs> it's the only thing. No fancy Photoshop? don't Don't even know how to use it. That was straight Microsoft Paint. Yellow pencil. I'm How long impressed. did it
7: take? Yeah. How long did it
4: take you? Uh, about five minutes. That's yes. a man right there. Yes. Yeah.
5: So yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to get this up. I will be sued by the Raiders in <laughs> <laughs> no time flat.
4: It's all right. People are already stealing it on Twitter from I'm me. I'm sure using they it are. it as their own. Oh, well. So all right. be it.
6: Never heard round. of that before,
4: Dan. <laughs> Never.
6: <laughs> all right. Let's do it, guys. So this past week, um, everybody was selling celebrating National Serial Day. I yeah. know Mike and Jason did a draft. No, it was, and well, it was, I was, it was me and Dan. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. That's my don't my worry. mistake. Easily
4: forgettable. My don't mistake. worry about it. Well,
6: I just remember you were with Doug Gottlieb, and you had mentioned that you aren't really a big cereal guy to begin with. If I'm if I'm not mistaken. I
4: can't remember what I said. So, I, I don't mind I I like cereal, so, yeah, so maybe maybe it was somebody else. To take a spin off of that <laughs> and move he away from cereal. <laughs> That that was Isaac Lowen <laughs> Let's.
6: Uh, I need to know. Shade. What is your go-to breakfast food or slash meal? Oh, interesting.
5: Sell me, sell me
6: on the best breakfast food for you.
5: Best breakfast food for me is I. I bought a ten-dollar mini waffle maker at Target. It is. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of how to best describe uh, the size of it. They, they They come out in a matter of a minute. You make it make the batter pretty quickly. The kids always seem happy. And for me, you take that. You grab a couple of breakfast sausages, fire it between two of those. And I've got my own sandwich I didn't pay four bucks for.
4: a long time ago <laughs> on this program, we had a debate what is better, the breakfast sausage patty or the breakfast sausage link. And as it came out on on my side, The patty ended up winning, and I will tell you what, Vince, there is nothing better than having nice two warm buttermilk pancakes completely soaked in maple syrup so much, it's like a sponge of just sugary goodness with a nice side of two breakfast sausage patties with a bit of spice, yet enough grease to wet the palate. Trying my best food network here. So two buttermilk pancakes soaked in maple syrup with a hint of butter alongside two breakfast sausage patties. There's your breakfast right there. Doesn't get any better than that. Man, both
6: of those options sound delicious, and I think I know what I'm gonna be doing Ooh. on my way home, and that will be picking up
4: some waffles.
6: What? Mike! What's you know? with big win coming this, from behind.
4: Was this because when Mike treated for hot cakes and sausage, I stole Sam's syrup? Like I took two packets. Sorry, Sam. You earned that yeah, syrup. I didn't realize that I had not only dumped one packet of syrup on my Pancakes. I took the other, and then realized it was Sam's. So Sam had to have plain pancakes. Uh, yeah. No, I was not of aware that. of
6: this incident. Yeah. So
4: this was completely an unbiased right. thing. So you weren't no, aware, aware that I was in looking- Thursday night anyway, Vince. So <laughs> appreciate but, but, it. But even
5: you know, if Sam you know had dry pancakes, the old rule of thumb from kindergarten and preschool applies: you get what you get, and you don't get upset. <laughs> free
4: food is free food. Oh man! Boom. Harmon wins. You're you're more of a waffle guy, Vince. Is I
6: it? I am the I like the idea of uh, a lot of s- syrup, but with pancakes it just gets it too mushy. Mm. Whereas a waffle, a waffle will hold up and stay cru- crisp when you uh, put the syrup on it. So I got I go with the waffles.
4: I I'm more of a pancake guy. Although I had waffles yesterday morning, putting enough butter so like it still doesn't melt. So you oh. Good stuff. See, now you
5: got me wanting to go make, make a big <laughs> breakfast or go hey, out for break, a big breakfast after the show.
4: They're already eating lunch on the uh, East Coast, for those that aren't no, getting their naps they're in. they're brunching. Oh, they're brunching. They're brunching. Yeah, it's they, bottomless mimosas on Sunday. They <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Good for you. Harmon's hanging out with Vince after the show. Yeah, no question sure. about it. Hey, Luke
5: chimes in. He says home fries. Oh, home fries. Got to get some home fries in
4: the mix. There it is. Harmon, a winner today on Hot Takes and Sausage. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Coming up next, what does Big Ben have in his back pocket now that AB is no longer there to throw to? We'll tell you how Ben Roethlisberger responds in the New Look Steelers next year on Fox Sports Sunday.
3: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
0: We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. Where the road leads you and even where the off-road takes you. If you're taking on your adventure in a new 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is your always-updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without even the need to connect your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanUSA.com.
9: At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone seen it covered it talk to farmers we
2: are farmers bum, 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 bum,
10: bum. underwritten by farmers truck fire insurance exchanges and affiliates products not available in every state Fox sports sunday
4: he's my carmen i'm dan byer glad to have you along at this time next week we'll be getting a set for a selection sunday yeah buddy Yay. and people will already be drunk because it's st patrick's day that's at this time at next weekend still drunk
5: from the night before <laughs> Or you just roll it into the next day. I
4: suppose they'll start Saturday night. That's probably a really good point. Just got
5: to flow straight through, just like the green beer.
4: (laughs) uh, St. Patrick's Day on a Friday, probably the best, would you say? Well, danger. I mean, look, we always get those dopey surveys about how
5: much productivity is going to be lost because of the Super Bowl and everything else. How about that? St. Patrick's on a Friday? Might as well just give up and shut down everything. Do you ever oh, yeah.
4: de- do you ever decorate for St. Patrick's Day? My mom used to. Okay. When we were younger, there were yeah. a lot of leprechauns. <laughs> Not. I've never been. It was more because you know, depending on when Easter is, you're decorating more for Easter than you are St. Patrick's there Day. Easter's late this year, so if you want to decorate for St. Patty's Day, then uh, go right ahead.
5: Yeah, just have at it. Go get your uh, "Kiss Me, I'm Irish" shirt and pin and whatever else for the day. Go, go enjoy it.
4: Yeah. See how, how far they get you. Have some fun. In the meantime, you can enjoy tons of college basketball this week. That is meaningful. The NBA. Uh, who knows? The, the, there's some jockeying for position, but now this last month of the season does leave a little left to be desired because the team's just throwing in the towel. Mm-hmm. We don't throw in the towel. What we do here is we grab a bite, bring you back some sound from earlier in the show that is intriguing like when we were joined by the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette's Ed Bouchette talking about the Antonio Brown trade. But we didn't talk just about AB. We talked about what life will now be like for Ben Roethlisberger now that his Main target is in Oakland.
12: Yeah, I don't think there's more. Ben's played with a lot of different wide receivers, won Super Bowls with them, you know, and and they've come and gone. Uh, Good ones. Mm Antonio Holmes, Emmanuel Sanders, Hines Ward. You know, uh, those are three pretty good guys. Mike Wallace was another one. They all left. And somehow Ben's still going. So um, I don't think there's more pressure on him. I think maybe he will want to just show it wasn't Brown, and I think Brown's going to want to show it wasn't just Ben. I think they both have a little bit to prove,
4: and I think actually Ben's got more to prove, and will or will want to prove more. That's probably the better way to put it, Mike, because he was brought into this by Antonio Brown, and I don't think that I I'm, I don't think that Ben is goes scot free in all this. Like there there was the 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 comment against the Broncos and Anthony that Antonio Brown handled just fine. He he took the criticism, but then we saw how things just boiled over at the end. But I think that it's a big year because this was the first time that another teammate went against Ben Roethlisberger. So even when you had Heinz Ward and Santonio Holmes and Emmanuel Sanders and those guys moving on, Ben's uh, leadership and, and play wasn't necessarily questioned. Now it is. I think he's going to have a lot to prove or want to prove a lot in 2019.
5: Well, they went out and re-signed two of his offensive linemen, giving him a good head start towards staying upright this coming year. But, yeah, with no Le'Veon Bell, we saw James Conner, who's proved quite well as a receiver uh, as well. I mean, two, double threat running back. But now you're going to have a reconstituted receiving core. You've got Juju Smith-Schuster as the known. Washington had his moments. And whom else? Does Eli Rogers come back? Do you go into the market? Is a guy like Golden Tate a fit? You know, Or oh. do you go and take John Brown or whatever? But, but the point being that Big Ben's got whatever number of years left on his life. And obviously, he's excited by what he's seen from Breeze and Brady to think that this could go on forever. But the reality is, it's time for the push. And he wants to have his numbers surge and just show that easy, Brown's yeah. easily replaced. And he would love it if it was a guy that was a mid-round pick. Because remember, Brown was a six-round pick all those years ago.
4: All you have to do is look back to this past season when we talked about the Steelers needing Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. And how much then the Steelers ended up throwing the ball. More so than they had ever had before. And, and I think Ben put that on his shoulders in a way of saying, I'll show you. Not saying like, this we, we can't run the ball, so I'm going to put it on my... I don't think that was it at all. I think it was Ben saying, all right, you don't think we could do it without Le'Veon Bell? Well, I'll just, you know, l- let's see what I can do. And now, without Antonio Brown, I think it empowers him even more to be like, all right, time to do my thing. Even though you've got James Conner and Juju Smith-Schuster there and whatever old Jalen Samuels is going to play, I think this past season is a great reflection of what we could see this upcoming season because different players... Bit of a different situation for Ben being called out, but that makes it even more so of why Ben, I think, would want to put on a show in 2019.
5: Absolutely. He'll be armed with a new contract, and and certainly for fantasy purposes, we probably bump him up a notch or two just expecting him to go yeah. out and wing it around. Yeah, right. But it it's just a, the curiosity just in terms of, you know, how you take that blame pie and split it up. Because there are those that want to put 100% on Antonio Brown, and he certainly deserves his fair share. But, you know, the the Denver game was the one that just stands out in so many ways that that was just a bad read and a bad decision and still tried to call people out. You look at the team voting Juju Smith-Schuster, it's MVP probably didn't sit well with either of them, right? Ben, Ben, Ben hasn't seen that. And maybe it's just presumed, Hey, the quarterback doesn't get it because he touches the ball every down and he gets enough of the other love. But I gotta imagine in your locker room you'd like to to feel a little more of the, the respect and love than maybe Ben does at some time. I think
4: he wants the Ben Show. Ben Show! Ben show. I like that.
5: That's a good theme song. <laughs> the cut and print for future reference.
4: Uh Wade's World is uh on hold in Baton Rouge. Yes, not Wayne's World, Wade's <laughs> World. As Will Wade was suspended indefinitely uh by LSU, put on leave, if you will, as His voice was apparently caught on FBI wiretaps, according to Yahoo Sports. Aaron Torres a Fox Sports Radio, our college basketball insider, you can hear him with Arnie Spanier Saturday nights, joined us earlier on the decision by LSU to put Wade on the sidelines, or excuse me, take him off the sidelines and suspend him during this investigation. This was Aaron Torres earlier.
13: In LSU's specific case, a couple things. First of all, there's, no, there's direct references to offer, but there's no proof in that, that transcript that a NCA violation occurred. We all can put two and two together. You don't need to be Nancy Drew. We can figure out that it probably happened, but there's no definitive proof. They also don't name the player by name. They, could, they reference it as that smart thing, and they have a kid with the last name Smart, Javante Smart, but it's hard to it's not definitive that he's in it. But the third thing is it goes back to what I said a minute ago. It is still, in fact, just a report. And so I just think LSU took this step. I I thought they were a bit... Proactive, I guess, and you know, which is a good thing, but it's also again, it's just a report. And the problem is, these guys, you know, these, these trials don't start back up again until the end of April. And so, when you suspend your head coach, I don't think there's going to be enough to unsuspend him. And you're in the middle of a chance, you have a real chance to win a national championship. And I just think that, that for them to suspend him, it's just, it's just not the move that I would have made.
5: Is that the move you would have made? No keep them keep them on the sidelines right now. It what do you have? You have a bunch of reports. You got guys who've been in theory and we talked with about Sean Miller a little bit. Stayed on the sidelines another yeah. year. How many other worse investigations like right now it's nebulous possible added benefits. What's the difference? You're going to get bu- if you get busted, you're going to lose all these games anyway, right? They're going to vacate your record or whatever else and you'll lose your job. So why wouldn't you just ride it out? Why wouldn't LSU just say, we go through the tournament, and if it's found that it's bad, it was going to be bad. Nothing changes today based on, on yeah. what happened. And getting proactive, and then maybe, and, unless he's just saying, all right, I give up, all right? it, and, and LSU knows dead to right, and they just, because no, no college ever gets in front of this stuff, is I guess
4: they're setting it, a weird precedent. It's a good point, and this may be dramatic, but if we're really looking out for the kids, what's best for the kids on that LSU basketball team right sure. now? Is it to have the distraction of the scandal hanging over, which whether Will Wade is there or not, it's it's there. And now you've got some upheaval. You've got a player that's sitting out as well. I know like you try to save face and you try to look proactive within the NCAA. The NCAA... Hasn't even gotten to this point yet. Like, like mm-hmm. this is this is this is FBI stuff. So the 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 NCAA will have their day at some point, but they're not even the ones that get the first crack at it. So I'm with you in all this because it's just for the simple fact of, and it's not about a tournament run, Mike. It's maybe it's about the end of the season but for just yes the one report to come out there was no, nobody was subpoenaed nobody is charged with anything to have this come out and have somebody say something where we've seen in previous reports maybe not everything is what we thought it would be then you know that's it's i don't think they looked out for the best interest of the kids we'll just put it that way well, finish the job that you
5: started back in recruiting back as you worked out getting ready in the preseason and all the way through the campaign you've got two 2 3 weeks left. Let them finish the job because there's still another month, right? I mean we're talking end of April before they start doing anything, which means it could be 2 years before they actually get to a conclusion on anything. So, I taking him off the the bench right now just seems really odd.
4: Do you find the timing of the report coming out intriguing? Sure. They're on a well, I mean
5: where do you go? The college basketball is on the radar right now. Yep. Right? College yeah. basketball matters right now. So here's and this team matters. Right? I mean, how is this a big deal if LSU's not playing well? No.
4: It's a very good point.
5: Right? If if they were a, a bottom feeder team, no matter how many guys might have been on payroll, nobody cares. Yeah. Like it's buried on you know, page eight. Oh, it's another coach. Eh, it's another program yeah. that that gets in this when most folks assume there's something going on. <laughs>
4: Yahoo's. Across the uh, the college basketball landscape. Yahoo has some of the best writers that there are Dan Wetzel, Pat mm-hmm. Forty who's been on the program before. Uh, Pete Thamel's been uh, on the network so you've got guys who who know their stuff but this also reminds me of when UConn was was hit with a report in 2009 when they went to the Final Four when it was in Detroit and, and a story pops up that week and you're always like, okay, well, there's never a good time, right? There's never a good time to bring this up, but I do think that there are some times that are better than others, and this time may have been better for Yahoo as opposed to anybody else.
5: No, that's it. You get Tongue's Wagon, right? Earlier in the week, you had a big thing about what schools can offer in terms of benefits to kids that are, quote, education-related mm-hmm. and expanding that parameter, right? Here's more money towards post Post college and graduate degrees and all these other things. There's a lot of details to it, but that barely gets a mention because it's even though it's a loss for the NCAA, kind of it really isn't. That everybody kind of wins, but like this, this is you know more scandal in college. And given what we've had to cover here the last few years, Dan, I won't belabor the the point with the specifics. Uh, you know whether a kid got a, an extra Chromebook, uh, I'm not sweating it. <laughs> Or or a couple of bucks here and there. I mean, that's that's where we, we start getting into, you know, a, a very a different argument about paying players and whatever. But for now, it's an FBI thing that doesn't come up for another six, seven weeks. So I don't see why he can't be on the bench.
4: He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Bayer. This is Fox Sports Sunday. Coming up, it is a huge week in the National Football League as free agency gets underway who's going to be the biggest player in free agency? We'll tell you after Kevin Figures gives us the latest of what's happening on this Sunday. Hello, Kevin.
11: Hello, guys. Uh, the deed is done. All-pro receiver Antonio Brown finally on the move. The Raiders sending third and fifth round picks to the Pittsburgh Steelers while also handing Brown a three-year, $50 million contract extension with $30 million guaranteed in the deal. A top 25 matchup in college hoops is underway. 12 Frank Houston trying to win its first outright conference title since the days of a Kim Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler in the early 80s. They are on the road taking on number 20 Cincinnati. Right now the Bearcats with a 19-14 lead early in that first half. Last night, North Carolina swept the season series over Duke with a 79-70 to victory. Duke freshman Zion Williamson didn't play for the fifth consecutive game. He is expected to be ready for the ACC tournament opener for Duke on Thursday. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy joy, and more confidence. Car buying experience... In the NBA, LeBron James notched his 80th career triple-double, but it was not enough for the Lakers. They would lose their fifth in the row as the Celtics came away with a 120-107 victory. Lakers guard Lonzo Ball will reportedly be shut down for the rest of the season as he recovers from an ankle sprain. CJ McCollum had 26 points for Portland in a 127-120 victory over the Suns in Phoenix. The Bucks win their 50th game of the season with a victory over Charlotte. We'll get back to Mike and Dan in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers.
9: At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to Farmers. We
2: are Farmers.
10: Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, truck fire insurance, exchanges and affiliates. Products not available in every state. Guys,
4: back to you. Thank you very much, Kevin. It is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. Glad to have you with us. So free agency contact period starts tomorrow. You've got the official league year starting on Wednesday. So we expect deals and contact and a lot of talk happening over the next two or three days. Le'Veon Bell is, in my mind, the biggest name of them all. And now on the heels of Antonio Brown leaving Pittsburgh, Le'Veon Bell's going to leave Pittsburgh as well. He to me is the most intriguing. But what I find interesting, Mike, I just looked at a list of twenty NFL players that will be factors in free agency, whether they receive the franchise tag or not. There were only three skill position players included in that list of 20. And one of them, we expect to be the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars, being Nick Foles, maybe already found a destination. But this offseason, just like the NFL draft, is going to be about defense, defense, defense. And Offensive skill position players, maybe not much uh, in need right now in the National Football League.
5: Well, that's the, the zig when everybody else is zagging, vice versa. I mean, we got all excited by the pinball numbers, but then when it came to the playoffs, defense held up once again, right? We go back to the Rams and all during the year all the comparisons to the greatest show on turf, and then this no-name New England defense went and handled them pretty easily. Yeah. Right. and something that you and I had talked about quite a bit leading up to the Super Bowl. New England, for whatever anybody wants to say about you know the AFC least, okay, that's six games, they still played top ten scoring defense in the NFL. They were the only team in the Final Four that was a top ten scoring defense. So you go through, and now this year the draft, you look at where the tags all went, and it'll be interesting that those that are true free agents – I mean, look at all the safeties that are available. Mm-hmm.
4: That so many, yeah. I
5: mean, the fact that Eric Weddle signed a, signed a deal already was a, a little bit surprising coming to Los Angeles. But you know, you want to beat you, the market, yeah. You know, the, yeah. But you've got a lot of a lot of guys in the marketplace. I mean, and let's face it, there's phone calls and deals that are almost consummated as we sit here, but. Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting time as we get get into this. I mean, Golden Tate's your number one wide receiver after a lost year. Yeah, right. I mean, otherwise, running back is Le'Veon Bell. Carlos Hyde signed a three million dollar deal, just saying, "I can go to Kansas City." Sign me up.
4: Jared Cook is a sought after guy at tight end after a yeah. decent season with the Raiders, finally stayed but, healthy. Yes, and. The, just everything that we just said, finally stayed healthy, finally had his breakout year, and now he's a free agent. But I wouldn't think that Jared Cook and the long history of, of Jared Cook's career, which included a great catch against the Cowboys when he was with the Green Bay Packers and and maybe a great game to start off the year with the Rams, but that was pretty much about it. But he is now a top target in free agency, and that tells you a bit about the class that you've got here. I think this, Le'Veon Bell, to me, his destination – Wherever he goes, not as exciting and intriguing as Antonio Brown going to the Raiders. No,
5: no, no, no. I mean, because he just stayed away. Yes. right. Yeah. You, there was no extra drama. He just stayed away. Did not sign his standard. Didn't show up. Gave up $12 billion. And on principle, just said, I'm not going to play this out. Knowing he was going to take probably another 350 touches. And, bruises, and look, that was his decision. I don't understand it, given the shelf life. He's already in bonus time for your average NFL career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and plus, with all the weary miles on his body already, the fact that you'd walk away from $12 million at any point just doesn't seem logical. And people saying he's making it back. You're not making that money back up. You'll get a nice big deal here, but that $12 million is gone. But wherever he signs, yes, he's a bit of an impact player. We'll talk fantasy. Maybe it bumps the odds a little bit for wherever he goes. But Antonio Brown to to Oakland, there's just so many parts of it given the disastrous Oakland season and all that Antonio Brown has to kind of walk away from this, the past year.
4: Now, if they join each other, in yeah! a, uh, <laughs> that may be a bit of a different story. I think D. Ford as well of, poss- of possibly being traded by the Chiefs As they switch what they're going to do on defense, he has the franchise tag. You heard a team like Green Bay Mm -hmm. be interested in him. That, I think, is going to be interesting to see how things play out in the National Football League this week. Because if you put him on a Green Bay team that desperately needs to get after a quarterback and and get some different blood on that defense— can help Aaron Rodgers. D Ford's another guy I'm looking at. So it'll be it'll be a fun week, but I don't think it's going to be as much glitz and glamour now that AB's off the market, or tra- I should say off the market, but has found his new home, and you still have Le'Veon Bell there. I was
5: really hoping that would hang out for another couple of days. Just more <laughs> chaos, more random theories, and maybe a couple more cameo videos that leak to the surface.
4: I think the Bills got lucky. I think that the Bills got lucky. We'll just put it that way. He's Mike Carman. I'm Dan Bayer. This is Fox Sports Sunday. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% to more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Zion should be back for Duke. But will it matter? We'll tell you next year on Fox Sports Sunday. I think he wants the Ben
9: Show. Ben Show! Ben Show! At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. <laughs> drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to Farmers. We
2: are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
10: Underwritten by Farmers, truck fire insurance, exchanges and affiliates. Products not available in every state. Fox Sports Sunday. He's Mike
4: Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. Our Sure Shots coming up in just a couple of minutes, but it's Antonio Brown saga as we put a bow on it. because we start talking about it, literally, we were in mid-interview with Alex Marvez. Yeah. On the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon as I was sitting next to Mike as Jason was out that night. We're mid-interview and the news comes out about him going to the Buffalo Bills. And in the end, Drew Rosenhaus and Antonio Brown had said that they they wanted to be a part of it. Steelers said, you can't pick where you can go. We'll allow you to be a part of the process. In the end, they controlled absolutely everything because no team... Wanted to give up enough compensation if Antonio Brown wasn't willing to go there.
5: No, and that becomes the the speaking point uh, going forward for the new NFL. I think you would look at players maybe trying to exert their their power a, a little bit more, hanging out with LeBron and Anthony Davis on the shop and talking about claiming your careers and your destiny. Maybe there's more to it, more more to those conversations. But you know, I, I think Alex was actually giving us the reasons why the Raiders made sense when we stopped him to talk sure. about Ian Rappaport's <laughs> report. And in the end, you know, a third and a fifth is all it cost As they tried to create some kind of culture, you got a coach locked in long-term and a lot of questions on your roster. Uh, and the move to Vegas next year or two years or whatever that stadium's ready, that, you know, get your popcorn ready. Because you, you've got a new world order. We've watched the Raiders all these years. And they've been the laughing stock of the league. Now they're a curiosity as to what's Antonio Brown outside of Pittsburgh.
4: What is the jersey sale situation after the NFL draft? More Antonio Brown Raiders jerseys sold, or more Kyler Murray Cardinals jerseys? Raiders. Yeah, I think so. Too. Raiders jerseys. Actually, it's probably not even brand close. And yeah. The, I mean, the new one, guy. Yeah, no, and and they'll keep
5: some of that blonde in there. Like his mustache. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I've got to draw a caricature now. I mean, you did the logo, Dan. I I think it's now the Antonio Brown caricature.
4: Yes, I gave you the new look at the Raiders logo. You can find it at Dan Byer on Fox. Mike, (laughs) they want to find any of your witty sayings (laughs) and whatnot and your... (laughs) Musical, musical <laughs> suggestions. Hey, I try to get people all Tim over the McGraw, map. Tim McGraw
5: in the future for you. Yeah, we're gonna go see him next month. All right, here uh, he's gonna be at Huntington Beach. The girls are jacked up and starting to suggest playlists. I like most it. Of, most of. I love from, it.
4: I want some more of it.
5: Nicely done. <laughs> nicely done. Uh, they
4: for whatever reason
5: are like me and and get deep into you know some of life's curiosities. There's a song he did years ago called "If I Died Today." All the things that you know would the world keep. You know, just going as it did and forget me that fast. It's kind of interesting. Getting philosophical at ages 10 and 13. (laughs) Uh,
4: Kids these days. I tell you, they grow up so fast. Uh, Ah, yes. Ah, yes. If you ever miss the show, just go to iTunes, subscribe to Fox Sports Radio Weekends. You can download this show or hear any of the other great programming here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, it's time to get it going. It's time to take a look at our sure shots from a week ago. This is... If you're new to the program, this is where myself, Mike Harmon, and our executive producer, Vincent Close, make predictions on what is going to happen between the time we meet again so what's going to happen from sunday to sunday we usually let vince go first vince your sure shot a week ago sounded like this
6: my sure shot this week is the clippers at minus nine and a half over the knicks
7: clippers get the win the final tally the la clippers 128 the new york knicks 107.
4: all right yeah, there you go are you Boom. T- two and zero? Oh? Is that what you just flashed to me, Vince? Is that the case? Two and zero. Oh. All right. I'm two and zero. Oh. All right. All right.
6: So this week, I am going to go with the Bucks, who are a plus one and a half favorite over the Spurs. And I'm also going to take the over of 227.
4: All right. So the the, the is it the Bucks minus one and a half or the uh, the Spurs the, minus one and a half? The what? Spurs are minus one. Okay. And a half, all so right. So the Bucks, the Bucks are getting plus, a point and a half. Yeah. Point okay. And a half. All right. A double. Vince is feeling lucky. He's giving you two picks of short that? shot. For the week, going NBA, keeping it NBA. Mike Harmon, your sure shot a week ago was...
5: I am going to take Houston on the road to upset the Celtics' 2.5-point favorites, and we're going to take the over of 225
4: and a half. Houston, 115, and Boston, 104. Man. I'll take it. Rockets Radio Network. Love those Rockets. By the way, you should have said uh, Clippers TV prime ticket with the uh, call earlier. Good job. Thanks, buddy.
5: All right. Ready for today's? Yes. We're going to baseball. Taking Philly and Baltimore. I'm going over the eight and a half.
4: (laughs) Spring training baseball. Spring training baseball. Here's here's the issue. True degeneracy. Here's the issue. Vince now is like, we've got to roll on audio to get that highlight. <laughs> it's like if it was the NBA or college basketball, you've now made more work for Vince for a short sure shot. Do you think you can handle this? If you haven't made more work for me. I just send in a request. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't ask for much. I'm, I live here and I don't ask for much. Hey, guys, can you, uh, can you roll on that Grapefruit League game, please, this <laughs> Can't afternoon? Can't do it. Uh, Well, all right. I just need a final call. I'll find it. (laughs) I wish I could make it three for three. Here was my sure shot from a week ago. Here's my sure shot. A week from today, we'll find out who won the OVC tournament. It's not going to be Murray State. It's not going to be the top seed Belmont. Yes, an upset in the OVC. Our first bid to the NCAA tournament. Jacksonville State will be dancing, and the Razor fans celebrate. The Racers have punched their ticket to
12: the
4: NCAA (laughs) tournament and won their 17th OBC tournament championship with a 77-65 win. Jacksonville State lost in the semifinals. Yeah, they lost to Murray State. It was a close game, and That's, I thought... Well, you thought the Gamecocks would take down the Racers. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's my sure shot of the week. Zion Williamson will be back, we think, for the ACC tournament for Duke. Not only will Zion get his revenge, and the Blue Devils get their revenge against North Carolina in the semifinals, they will top Virginia in the ACC championship. Zion is back. Duke wins the ACC. That's my Sure Shot of the Week. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great one.
12: Born in the Rock in the Sure Shot.
7: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.